All right, welcome into Devori Darkens Live. Daily podcast helping you do what? Master your mental game so you can dominate in your business and your life. We talk about what? Practical tips on self-mastery, manifestation, success, goal achieving, really changing what you do so you can get to where you want to go. <clears throat> now, uh, I am live on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, by the way. And uh, we're going to continue what we were doing last night, actually, which was uh, something uh, that wasn't planned. It was just based off intuition. Uh, and so I'm going to keep um, I'm going to continue from yesterday talking about everything you need to know about the secret. So whether you have read the book, which looks like this, right? If you read the book or you've watched the movie, um, I'm going to break it all down. Uh, don't worry, this won't be interrupted today because I'm not live streaming it to YouTube, uh, the actual movie. So that's what we were doing last night. And of course, what did YouTube do? They said, hey, that's copyright. Let's get you out of here. So they uh, canceled my stream. But they're not going to cancel this podcast today. So uh, anyways, that's what we are doing today. So again, if you're a person, maybe you have read the book, The Secret, you watched the movie, The Secret, you've heard about it. Maybe you've had some uh, urge to learn about the law of attraction. Uh, this episode today is for you. So this is a podcast episode. This is recorded. I get a lot of questions about that. Hey, can I go back and listen to this again? Yes, you can. Where do you listen to this at? On my YouTube channel. How do you access my YouTube channel? You go to the link in my bio. It's going to say, listen to Devore Darkens Live. It takes you to the YouTube channel. All right. So let's go ahead and hop into it. This book or the movie absolutely changed my life. And I'll give you guys a story so you know I'm not someone who just read this book once and then I'm going to talk about it. No, I, I have lived this multiple times in my life. So it goes all the way back when I was 18 years old. Um, this, this is what happened to me. So I joined the military when I was 17 and my adopted mother, she passed away in, high, in, in, my, in my senior year. So I wasn't, um, I wasn't the happiest uh, kid, to say the least, all right? I wasn't really happy. I was very depressed. I don't even really remember even going to school, but somehow I uh, graduated. Anyways, so I graduate. I go back to the military for that summer to do the advanced basic training. And then I get out of them, and then I leave that. I come back home, and I'm a reservist. So I'm only doing one week in a month. Okay. Well, during that time, I was really depressed. Um, I was living with my friend at the time on his couch. Um, I didn't have a lot going for me. Uh, I only had one job and that was working at Starbucks and it was part time. It wasn't full time. And so if you are, uh, maybe you're a millennial, then you probably have heard of the, uh, uh, cell phone company called cricket. I mean, that was my cell phone at the time. I had a cricket phone anyways. Um, so I'm working at Starbucks. I mean, I'm living on a couch. Uh, my only mode of transportation is this bicycle. And this bicycle is like the most ghetto bicycle you've ever seen. It's got spray paint marks on it. The chain falls off. It's just not a good bicycle whatsoever, okay? But this is what I had to use to get to work. And sometimes I'd have to ask for rides from, from people. Anyways, while this was all happening to me, 
And I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I know I was in the military, but I didn't know if I was going to do like go active duty. Like I was at a point in my life where I don't even know what the point of living is because I was basically by myself. Anyways, somehow this book found me. And that's what I say. I attracted this book into my life. And uh, I started to read the book and I started to truly take it seriously. Why? Because I was at a point emotionally where I said, my life can't get any worse than what it is. So why not do something I've never done before? Like this book, it can't make my life any worse. It can only make it better. So might as well pay attention to it. Might as well do exactly what the author is saying. So what I did was I wrote down on a check that I wanted $10,000. I printed out a picture of my Lincoln LS that I wanted, uh, a picture of a home that I wanted to rent, and an approval letter from the military granting me access on uh, active duty. So that that would mean that I would get salary, right? I would have, I'd be getting paid a lot of money <laughs> at 19 years old. So anyways, all those things happened within nine months, all of it. It, it was really, um, it, it's one of those things where I can tell you but like I said yesterday, when it comes to this topic of conversation, law of attraction, manifesting, goal achieving, miracles, you only believe in this stuff if you have experienced it yourself. And that's why I can sit here all day until I'm blue in the face and tell you about it. Doesn't mean anything until you go do it for yourself and prove to yourself whether this is work, whether this works or it doesn't work. Now I can tell you it works regardless, but um you know, that that's on you to go experience yourself. So anyways, I got the $10,000 check. I got the car. I ended up getting the place I wanted to stay at and I got accepted onto active duty. So I went from living on someone's couch, having a part-time job, barely able to pay my cricket bill, uh, riding around with a ghetto bicycle to having a, a salary job that was paying me $4,500 a month. This is back, by the way, $4,500 a month back in 2009. Okay. This is during what? The uh, crash of the market. I was getting paid that amount. Lived in a nice place. Uh, got my Lincoln LS. Beautiful car, by the way, back then. Uh, just amazing car. And um, and I got the the uh, $10,000, the, the money. And I did that because I followed what they were saying in this book, The Secret. And they say the same thing in the movie, the documentary, of course. And um, I always tell people that uh, if you do exactly what people tell you to do in a book, you will succeed. The problem is most people will not. They venture off and try to do their own thing. They don't follow the instructions to a T. They, they will either overthink it, overcomplicate it. Um, they will doubt. They won't follow through. So they don't get the success. Anyhow, that's the first time. The second time was when I was serving in the military because at that point I had the thought that, okay, if I was able to get all those things in my life, there must be something to this book. So I kept doing what it told me to do. What I would do is, so for example, uh, when I got accepted onto active duty, uh, I was a uh, E4 at the time. So what I did was I carried around in my pocket E5 doesn't matter whether you understand all the ranks. You just have to understand that in the military, there's a rank structure, right? You advance just like in a regular job. You can go from being a regular employee to being an assistant manager, right? To being a manager, a shift manager, a general manager, right? A regional manager. There's a rank structure involved. 
Same thing in the military. Well, when I was an E4, I would carry around in my pocket the E5 rank. Now, everybody I'm sure has seen a military uniform. There's a rank usually in the middle or it's on the sides that you'll see like a rank. Usually they're like stripes or something like that. Anyways, I would carry that around with me in my pocket uh, and I would have the, the uniform. I couldn't wear the uniform yet, but I had the uniform with the E5 stitched on there already. So I was already operating from the place in my mind that I was already an E5. So when the promotion opportunity came around, every year the military will publish a promotion list. It's a list of soldiers who are eligible to get promoted to the next rank. And then they are ranked from one to 500, whatever. And it's all based on your physical fitness, your education, your performance evaluations, um, things like that. So anyways, when uh, E5 came around, uh, I was immediately promoted. And I said, well, shoot, if it works for E5, it's got to work for E6. So I did the exact same thing. Start carrying around the E6 rank in my pocket, in my hat, got the uniform again. You know, sure enough, E6 came around, got promoted. Then did the same thing for E7. And I told, the, I told you guys about my story for people who've been listening to me quite a, quite a bit. The difference between getting promoted from E5 to E6 versus E6 to E7 was E6 to E7, I was... I was basically eligible to get promoted to E7, and then the department of the uh, army changed the rules like two months prior, so then I had to wait another two years. Doesn't matter. The point is this. When I got promoted to E7, I always tell people, I was number 11 on the list. Everybody ahead of me said no, which meant I was the first person to get promoted on that list. Now, why am I telling you guys all these stories? Because this is what I've been doing my entire life. And this is the secret. The secret is that you become what you think about, what you internalize. That's the secret. Why is it a secret? Because most people will live their life never understanding that. If you look at their behavior, if you look at their decision making, if you look at what they focus on and they talk about, it's as if they've never heard what I just said. You become what you think about. So if you're concentrating on something and that's all you think about, and that's what you talk about, and that's what you get emotion involved in, that's who you will become. That's how your life will be. That's the secret. Anyways, I got promoted to E7, and uh, I started to, like, so E7 was, it was a big goal for me, so when I, when I manifested that, I felt like, man, well, what else can I do? Because now I'm not as happy anymore, because what's the next goal? And that was really the first domino to me realizing that serving in the military was not going to be my long life passion, if that makes any sense. It wasn't my purpose. Well, I still did not accept that when I became an E7. So I thought, well, maybe I'm just, maybe I need to challenge myself even more and uh, that will make me happy. So then I said, well, instead of me being an E7, which is on the sergeant side of things, I'll just go be an officer. And for anybody who's trying to figure out what that means, it means that let's say you are a store manager of McDonald's. That's what an E7 would be. I think an E7 equivalent would be, um, I think you can argue it would be somewhere between a store manager and a, uh, um, 
or excuse me, no, I think an E7 would be a general manager of a chain of McDonald's. So that may be called a regional manager possibly. So let's say you had about, let's say, let's, for example, someone owns, cause McDonald's are a bunch of franchises, right? So somebody owns, let's say 10 of them. Well, they have some manager who manages all of them and they manage all the store managers, right? So that's what I would say an E7 is, is equivalent to. Anyways, it would be like you going from being a, a regional manager to becoming an executive at the corporate level. That's what it would be like. So the executives at the corporate level in McDonald's, those are the people who make the decisions. They're the ones that come up with the policies. They're, they are the one who says, this is the way we want to run things. And then they give that down to the store manager and they tell the store manager, hey, here's, here's the rules and the policies. Follow this. That's what executives do. Anyways, that's the same thing in the military. Uh, the officer side is the people who come up with the policies. They are the people who make the decisions. And uh, that's what it is. So anyways, I was like, all right, well, why don't I become an officer? Because that's, that's a hard, that, that's a challenging thing to achieve in the military. Not everybody can be one. So I said, well, that's the next thing I want to manifest. Let's, let's do that. And so uh, because I was already in E7, I couldn't go the normal route that people would go to become an officer. I had to go uh, the accelerated route, which meant that instead of it being uh, 16 weeks to become an officer, I had to do it uh, within eight weeks. And um, most people don't qualify to go to the eight-week course because they're not physically, you have to be in top peak shape to go to something like that. Anyways, make a long story short, I go to the officer candidate school and I become the number second ranked person throughout the school at the end. So there was another guy that was ahead of me. He was much younger than I was. I did this when I was uh, 30 and um, uh, he was like 21 or something like that. And um, anyways, um, so I did something most people thought was that wasn't possible, um, which was graduating at that officer candidate school rank number two, and then becoming an officer. And uh, most people don't do that. Anyways, you know, I did this in my 13-year military career, and it's because I was following the secret. That's what I concentrated on. So every time I wanted something, that's what I concentrated on. And I said no to everything else that had nothing to do with that. That's what I did. Guys, success is really that simple. I'm giving you the bottom line to the movie and the book. You become what you concentrate on, what you focus on, what you think about. That's it. There's nothing else to it. I mean, it's really that basic. Now, we can, deep, we can do a deep dive on what that really means, which I'm going to do here in a bit. But if I'm just going to give you the bottom line up front, tell me what it is, Devori. The secret to you manifesting whatever it is that you want in your life to achieving the goals that you have for yourself, to launching that business idea that you've always wanted to do, whatever it is, it's always going to come down to your ability to focus on what it is that you want to the exclusion of everything else. You have to concentrate. You have to focus. You have to see it in your mind, and you have to keep doing it every single day, and you do it every single day 
until it shows up. That's what I did. That's exactly what I did. We go back to when I was 18 years old. I was going to sleep with the check and the book in my hand on the couch. Like that's how much committed I was. That's how much obsessed I, I was with the book. Well, the same thing I did with everything else I wanted to manifest. <laughs> I had the rank everywhere I went. In my car, in my pocket, in my hat, in my, in my closet. I would go on my computer because in the military you get issued a, a laptop. And uh, you obviously can rename the folders on a laptop, right? You can, you know how you can, it's called my downloads or my documents, right? Or my desktop. Well, I would change it to uh, Sergeant Darkens downloads, Sergeant Darkens documents. And then when I wanted to be an E6, I would change it to Staff Sergeant Darkens, Staff Sergeant documents. And then E7 was Sergeant First Class Darkens. I just kept doing that. So in my mind, I was already that person. That's where I was operating from. I was never thinking during that time that I was not the next rank. In my mind, I was. I was just of the belief that in the 3D world here, it needed to catch up to me. But I was already where I wanted to be. And that's what you have to do with yourself is you have to already be there and, and understand that the physical side of this world has to catch up to you. It doesn't change in the physical world first. That's not the way it works. The physical world happens last. Think about it. Your reality, your experience is an effect. The cause is what's going on in your mind. So what I would say for you to do is to simply live where you want to be mentally. Mentally, you got to be there already. Operating from that place, whatever it is, making decisions from that place, thinking from that place, feeling from that place, how you walk in a room should be from that place. How you schedule your day should be from that place and not where you are right now. And by living from that place, what happens is what? That's a cause. The effect is what? It's going to catch up to you. The law of cause and effect. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Well, there's another law called the law of gender that decrees that there has to be a timeline, a process that must elapse for the physical manifestation of whatever it is that you've been concentrating on. A lot of people are like, well, why did I not get this one thing immediately, instantly? Why did I not manifest this thing? It depends on whatever it is you're trying to manifest. And it also depends on your level of belief. Like if your level of belief on a scale of one to 10, 10 being you have 100% faith, it's done in your mind, you're living from that place, it's going to happen. Now, how long it will take? No one could ever tell you that. But what I can say, it'll never happen for the person who does not believe. And so I believed, I, I believed that these things would happen for me. And every time the opportunity came around, it happened. It happened because that's what I was concentrating on. That's what I was focusing on. That's the name of the game is you have to concentrate on what you want to the exclusion of everything else going on around you. You just can't get caught up in what everybody else is doing. You can't get caught up in other people's opinions. You can't get caught up in what the news, Hollywood, celebrities are talking about that's negative. You just can't do it. Because when you do, what happens? You stop concentrating on what you want, and then you start concentrating on what you don't want. And that's why it gets canceled out. You can't do that. Listen, how do you develop a habit? 
You do not develop a habit by doing something for the first three days and then stopping for another three days and then starting again and then stopping and then starting again and then stopping. A true habit is only developed when it is done every single day, no matter what. That's how you have to live your life. Every single day, no matter what, you're going to show up as that person. You're going to think from that place, no matter what. That has to be a committed decision. Like, I, I'm telling you, I believe in this so much because I've lived this so many times. I've seen it in myself. I've seen it in the people around me. I've seen it with my clients. It, it, what you focus on and concentrate on, that's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen to you. And the thing about it is what I'm saying is not my opinion. You know this for yourself. Because if you were to look in the rearview mirror right now of your life, you can connect the dots and see why you are where you are today. You are where you are today because of what you have been focusing on the last six months, the last year, the last two years. That's why you are where you are today. What have I been focusing on for the last few years? Helping people succeed in their life. Building a business around that. Reaching more people. And so that's why I am where I am today, because that's what I've been focusing on. If I'm not focusing on that, I wouldn't be here today. I'd be trying to do something else. And that's what happens is you, and listen, let me clarify something. When I say focus on something, I'm operating from the premise that that's all you're going to focus on. Not you're going to focus on it for one month and see if it works and then get off of it if it didn't work and then go focus on something else. No, I'm talking about a committed I'm talking about an irrevocable decision to focus on one main thing in your life until you make it happen, until it happens. Like that's the type of commitment that I'm talking about. Most people don't know how to make a commitment like that. They don't. And they have to learn how to do that. And the first part of that is understanding what you focus on will strengthen your commitment. So if you're not really focused on what you want on a daily basis, you won't be committed. Only people who are committed, that's what they focus on. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way around it. If you focus on what you want, you will be committed. If you focus on what you want, you will change your vibration. If you focus on what you want, you will track what you need to get it. That's what everybody seems to miss. Is you are the only problem and solution you'll ever have. It's what you are concentrating on. That's what you get. So for some of you guys, you're out there, well, I don't like my job and the people at my job, they're rude to me and they're this and they're that. That's what you focus on. That's why it keeps happening. If you stop focusing on that and start focusing on what you're grateful for and start focusing on where you're going in your life, all that stuff will start to dissolve and it won't be there anymore. Remember, what you focus on is gonna grow, okay? So if you're giving your attention to negativity, that's all you'll ever see. I'll give you a great example of this. Uh, we just got a beautiful uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee, all white, black rims, black grill, panoramic sunroof, all the bells and whistles in the vehicle. And we could drive down the road, and now what do we see? We see white Jeeps with black wheels and black grill. <laughs> that's what we see. Why? Because that's what we're focused on. That's what we're driving. So now we see it all the time. Well, before, I never really noticed white Jeeps with black rims all like that. Well, now I see them everywhere I go. Well, that's what you're doing when you concentrate on something you want or concentrate on something you don't want. If you concentrate on something you want, you will start seeing all the ideas and the opportunities to make it happen in your life. But you got to focus on that. 
But if you're focused on what you don't want, that's all you'll ever see as well. You only see things that you don't want. Because once you put concentrate, once you concentrate on a thought, an idea, it starts to attract other thoughts, other ideas, and it controls your perception. So your perception can only take in what you've already set it to send out. So if your perception is based on negativity, it can only take in negativity. It's not going to say anything positive. It can't. Your perception is the, is the, is, is the eyeglasses that you're putting on to see. Okay. And so if the eyeglasses you're putting on are negative, that's all you're going to see. You're not going to see positivity. And I go through, I've been through this many, many years with people. I remember there was a conversation I had with somebody and the guy was literally trying to argue with me about this. Today, he's like, you know what, man, you were totally right. I should have listened. At that time, he was so focused on negativity and he was so closed-minded, he could not possibly understand what I was saying. Now, let me say something. I got to go down this rabbit hole. Because as you start to focus on what you want, and that's what you end up getting emotion involved in, and that's what you start spending your time doing, you're going to have people who probably will question you. You have to understand that they don't owe, you don't owe them an explanation. You don't need their support. You don't need their validation. You don't need their approval. And you don't need their acceptance. That's what you're supposed to give yourself. And if you can't give it to yourself, allow God to give it to you. Think about this for a second. Why do people seek validation in this world when the fact that you're a human being who has the ability to think for themselves and manifest what they want in their life that should be validation right there. Think about it. You're not your pets. You're, you're not a cat. You're not a dog. You're not some ant on the ground that could just get crushed. You're a person who's creating in this life. You get to say, today, I'm going to do things differently and change your whole life around. What more validation do you need? The fact that you're alive, that means you're validated. That means you got everything you need to be successful. That means you've been approved. You've been accepted into the game of life. The problem is are pe people are in this game and they're still looking for approval. They're looking in, in reverse. They're looking at other people instead of looking at the greatness inside themselves and focusing on what they want. So that's why they end up where they end up at. Hey, what do you think I should do? You know, and they're asking the wrong people, by the way. And the dreams go right out the window. And so they don't manifest what they want. They don't get what they want. Why? They're focused on the wrong thing. They're focused on what does my parents think about this? They're focused on what does my kids think about this? They're focused on what do my friends think about this? Screw what they think. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what do you think? Now, I know you do care what your family thinks. I know you do. I think, generally speaking, we all do. At some level, we care. But that level of, of, of careness that you may have or you think you have, it cannot trump your own level of what you care about, your opinion, what you think about it. It's like what I tell people when we're coaching people through self-image. That's one of the steps in the, in the coaching process. Well, self-image is all about how you feel about yourself. I can pay you all the compliments in the world. I can tell you how beautiful, how intelligent how handsome, how, how courageous, how smart you are. And I, and I could say all these things. Doesn't matter if you don't feel that way yourself. It's an inside out job. It's an inside out job. 
It's not out there. It's inside of you. And I learned that, um, or I would say this, I have learned that so much in the last few years, even though that's what I did in the military, I didn't know that's what I was doing. So I was following the secret when I was in the military. The problem is this, I wasn't doing it for the rest of my life. I was just only concentrating on the military. So that's where I found my success. I wasn't putting any focus on what did I, wa I wanted to do personally for myself. I wasn't putting any focus on um, changing myself to attract better people into my life. I wasn't doing any of that. I only learned that after getting out of the military. So what am I saying today? I'm breaking everything down you need to know about the book, The Secret, or the movie, documentary, whichever one you have watched or you have thought about watching or you heard about it even if you didn't hear about it, but you've heard about law of attraction, all this other stuff. If I'm going to give you the bottom line up front, whatever you focus on consciously and then get emotionally involved in, that's who you are going to become. Why is it called the secret in the first place? Because if you pay attention to your own behavior, if you pay attention to the behavior of people around you, if you pay attention to what people say and how they talk and how they act and the, and the decisions that they make, you have to reasonably con conclude that they don't know this information. That's why it's a secret. And they definitely don't teach us this in school. Think about it. They don't teach us this in school. Can you believe that even in America, they still have not made meditation a part of the curriculum? It's ludicrous. Even though they've got all the studies to say meditation can help people. They got all the studies to say that, but no, they're not going to do meditation. What they're going to do is say, hey, your child has ADD. Your child has ADHD. Let's put them on some medication. So although we have these big industries, let's not be naive here. We still have people who are operating from a place of ignorance. Everybody's ignorant at something. And unfortunately, whoever's in charge of the education system, there's some level of ignorance there. And you don't have to go too far to see that. So we grow up not knowing. We're ignorant of who we are. We're ignorant of the, of the gifts that God has given us. Even if you don't believe in a God, you, you probably believe something of some higher power out there has given you some tools that they did not give to animals. Animals can almost do everything that we're doing, but what they can't do is visualize and attract things. They operate based on instinct. They blend in with their environment. They fit right in. So it, it, I can go down that rabbit hole, but I think you guys are getting the point. The bottom line is this. I, and I'm going to frame it as a question, and I, and I believe you should write this down. I believe you should write this question down, and you should carry this question around with you. Either put it on your phone as a, as a screensaver, put it as a sticky note on your laptop, Put it somewhere where you're going to see it. Put it in your restroom if you want to, where you're going to see it. The question is this, what am I focusing on? Question mark. What am I focusing on? Because what you're focusing on, that's exactly what's going to happen. What are you focusing on? That, that's an answer or that's a question that you have to answer for yourself. The more you see that question, the more you ask yourself that question, the more aware you're going to become on what you're focusing on. 
And because you're a very smart, intelligent person, what will you do? You will stop focusing on things that you know is not going to help you. You'll start realizing, oh my God, I got to stop thinking about that. I got to let that go. Let, let me focus on this. And you'll bring yourself back to focusing on the things that matter. Okay. So that is really the breakdown to the secret. There's really nothing crazy to it. Now, let me deep dive on three things that are kind of subtopics when it comes to the secret. I told you guys what you focus on, you know, with repetition, you will become emotionally involved and that's what you're going to attract. So what are some sub things to this? Well, number one is your life purpose. When you fall in love with your life by doing the thing you love to do, you will not have a hard time really focusing on what you want because you'll be more energized to do that. See, when you're doing what you love to do, there is no shortage of energy. I Guys, I did a podcast last morning, uh, yesterday morning, then I did it during the day, and now I'm doing it again. I am not tired. I can do this all day long. Why? Because I love this. I'm obsessed with this. You're not going to stop me from talking about this unless you kill me. That's it. I want the same thing for you. That's called a life purpose. You do the thing that you love to do. You center your life around what you love to do. You will have no motivational problem. You're not going to have a problem uh, feeling inspired or not feeling inspired, you know, not feeling enthusiastic, not, not looking towards something. That's not going to be an issue for you. The reason why people struggle with motivation so much and they're up and down and they start and they stop and they're unfulfilled, they're not motivated, they're not happy, they're, they're in a low vibration because they're not doing anything of high vibration. They're not expressing love. When you do the thing you love to do, you're expressing love. That's what I'm doing right now. I love you so much that that's why I'm sitting here because I love what I'm talking about. I want you to succeed. I absolutely care about that. And so everything that I talk about, some people will say, man, you should charge for that. Or, man, that's worth a lot of money. I'm not thinking about the money, man. Your life purpose is not about money. Your life purpose is about doing the thing that God put you on this earth to do that impacts other people. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So if we want to attract better things into our life, we need to start doing the things we love to do. Because that, what does that do? That raises your vibration. The highest emotion is love. Now, if you're just joining and you're trying to figure out, wait a minute, Dory, what did you mean when you said vibration? Vibration is a scientific word for the word feeling. How you feel is your vibration. So if you feel bad, you're in a low vibration. You feel great, you're in a high vibration. So if you love what you do and you wake up in the morning and you, and you express this love towards other people and situations in your life, what are you doing? You're operating in a high vibration. If you're focusing on what you want, what you're grateful for, the, the things that you want to happen in your life, what are you doing? You're in a high vibration. This is why when you focus on what you don't want, it causes you to do what? Get into a low vibration. That's what you attract. Most people don't understand that. That's why I said the number one thing that I always recommend people to do, if they want to raise their vibration within the next 30 days, center your life around your life purpose. Done. If you do that, your, your life is only going to improve. You're going to have some challenges. You're going to have some obstacles. You're going to have some people who may leave your life, some new people that may come in. You may change jobs. You may change where you live. Life's going to happen. But one thing is going to be constant. You're going to be able to wake up every, up every morning and know why you're waking up and what you're dedicating your life to. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the first domino to freedom. 
people talk about freedom like they know what it is. Most people don't know what freedom is. Freedom is not just having a bunch of money, by the way. Freedom is you being able to wake up in the morning and do what the fuck you want to do. That's what freedom is. And what you want to do is always going to be based on what you love. That's what it is. And, and I say it in that way because most people are given the wrong information. We are told to go to college, get a, get a general degree, by the way. That's what they should call them, general degrees. I'm not talking about a doctorate. Okay, I'm not talking about dentist or lawyer. I'm talking about all the other uh, certifications outside of that. General information. And then you'll get a high-paying job. Hey, why don't you take out some student loans while you're at it? You don't have to pay for it right now. Let the government pay for it. Oh, by the way, we're going to charge you interest on that, and we want the money. Oh, you can't get it off your credit report, by the way. You're going to have to pay us back. Oh, by the way, we're going to act like we can forgive this loan and make you jump through hoops, and you still can't get it, right? This is what has happened to a whole generation of people. You have people, there, there have been where the government was sued because they told law enforcement, firefighters, uh, EMTs, military, that if you serve in a service capacity to the community, that we will forgive your loan. You know how many people they said that they approved? Less than 8%. People, we have been, we have been conned, okay? And so you have to take charge of your life. And do the thing that you love to do so then you don't get caught up in that BS. That's what happens to people is because from a young age, the education system does not help the child cultivate what they're passionate in and get them to head in that direction. So you may have a child who's amazing at painting, amazing at drawing, but they're trying to make them do sports over here. And that's parents, by the way, too. So they grow up. They get into a career that has nothing to do with what they are passionate about. And that's why so many people are depressed. And anybody who's made any significant amount of money will tell you the money will not solve that problem. It's never worth it. If you're a person who does not even remotely enjoy what you do, it, it will never be enough money. Because you'll, you will always show up every day not looking forward to doing the work that you have to do. And the repetition of that just leads to more anxiety, more depression, more anger. Doesn't matter the money. So, and the other reason why is because you are being controlled. When you start doing what you love to do, nobody's controlling you. You're in control. That's freedom. And you know what's crazy? That's what God wants us to do. You think God wants you to sit in a freaking cubicle and work nine to five and take orders from somebody? No. You think that's what he would do? No. And even if you did not believe in that, that there is a God, after seeing everything you've seen and knowing what history is, do you honestly believe that's what people's destiny is? That's not what we're supposed to be doing. The whole purpose of the universe is to expand, evolve, and grow. And scientifically, that's what's happening to our universe, our solar system. It's expanding. So why don't you expand? How do you expand? The first step, you got to live your purpose in life because what you love to do is going to cause you to grow as an individual and cause you to impact other people, which means more growth, more evolution and more fulfillment. And so that's the first thing that I have to address. Uh, the second thing is this, what's standing in your way? Because I think that's worthy of a conversation here. 
This is not mentioned in the secret, by the way. This is what I'm talking about. The second thing that you have to understand is what's the villain in this entire story? Because you are the hero, okay? But you've got a villain that's in front of you stopping you. Well, what is that villain exactly? That villain is located in your subconscious mind. Those limiting beliefs, those bad habits, those negative ideas that were fixed in your subconscious mind from a young age. For example, if you were a person who grew up around poverty, what's the chances you have good money habits? Very slim. Very slim. Let's say you grew up around somebody that worked 24-7. They were never home. What's the chances that you know how to relax and uh, find a job that gives you flexibility with your time? Very slim. You'll just, you're repeating the same cycle. A lot of people don't see that. That's why they call it the secret. But anyways, the villain, it's your limiting beliefs. Right? So when you were traumatically hurt as a child, whether that was sexual abuse, whether that was um, verbal abuse, uh, whether that was your parents were fighting around you all the time, um, you know, what any of those things. I guarantee there are some limiting beliefs because of that. An example of a limiting belief, you can't trust people. So you don't let them in, you don't open up, and you're very standoffish. Another limiting belief is you let people take advantage of you. You don't respect yourself because you didn't get that as a child. Right? Another limiting belief is, you know what? If, if someone isn't fighting with you, things are not normal. There's no way that you can get with someone who is not like that and lives a happy life. You know, you wouldn't believe in that. That's the villain in your own story is your own limiting beliefs. It's all based off your upbringing. And everybody has them. Everybody. doesn't matter who you are. Successful people have them all the time. The thing about what successful people do, though, is they seek out the help to get rid of it and move on. That's what they're really great at doing. So... You know, that's what you have to do. You have to understand what's standing in your way. It's you, the negative part of you. It's not really who you are. It's just your mental programming, you know. In your subconscious mind is mental programming. It controls everything that you're doing. How you walk, how you talk, the food that you eat, you know, the language that you use, the, the decisions that you make, the perception you have in your own world. That's all from your subconscious mind. That's not from what you consciously know. That's in the subconscious mind. So if you're going to raise your vibration, attract what you want in your life, achieve the goals that you have for yourself, you are going to have to make the change at the subconscious mind level. Now, let me give you an example. When you don't follow this advice, what happens? I was on a call with this girl. Uh, this is two months ago. She's calling me because... She has a self-image problem. She doesn't feel worthy, things like that. So she's telling me her story, and she says, well, a few months ago, I manifested $30,000. She, she did some modeling or something like that. And I said, okay. I said, do you still have the money? And she says, no, it's all gone. I said, oh, why is that? Because in the subconscious mind, she is not someone who's great with money. She has bad money habits fixed in the subconscious mind. 
So although, a per and this, this is the power of the secret, by the way, that it doesn't discriminate. So you could still be walking around with limiting beliefs around money and still manifest money. But once you get the money, the money's gone. This is why I always talk about the villain. Your limiting beliefs need to be addressed. You need to get rid of the baggage. And I loved how I was at a training with a bunch of other coaches and so this woman was on stage and she explained it so perfectly. She said, baggage, the limiting beliefs, the negative ideas, the bad habits. It's like you having a backpack full of rocks and you're walking around your life with this backpack. And every time you try to do a shortcut, a shortcut is like when you take one rock out of the backpack and then you end up putting another one back in. So there's no shortcuts to this process. You have to do the work to finally take that backpack off and walk around your life with no baggage. Well, when I heard that, I said, man, that's, that's what it is. Because a lot of people grow up, single parent households, traumatic experiences as children. You know, it's a different time today. And people already start off at 18 depressed when they're supposed to start this adult life happy. Enthused, go out there in the world, explore. Most people aren't doing that because, you know, how their life has started has not been the best. But however, it's necessary because it shapes us into who we need to become. Anyways, you got to let go of that baggage. You got to take that backpack off. Stop walking around with this justified pain, right? Some of you guys, you, you, you dwell in the pain. You, you say, I hate that person for what they did. You're only hurting yourself. That's what you're doing. You're hurting yourself. You got to let that go. You got to forgive people. If you cannot forgive, you're not going to make the space for what you want in your life because you're walking around with negative energy, negative vibration. That's what happens. And so if you are a person that says, Devori, I don't want to be on this whole roller coaster thing of manifestation or success. I want consistency. I want progress. I want continuous growth. Then you need to address what's happening in the subconscious mind. You need to get rid of your limiting beliefs that you're aware of. You need to forgive whoever it is you need to forgive, including yourself. You need to truly let go of your old version of you. And you got to step into a new person. And to do that, you have to understand the villain. You have to understand your subconscious mind. You have to understand how it works. And how it works starts with the overarching message today. What you focus on is what's going to grow. Get into your subconscious mind. Alter the way that you feel. Alter your behavior. What sets up the reaction from the universe. That's where it starts. It starts with thoughts. So if you concentrate on that you are worthy, that you can find the person that you want, that you are that person, that's who you're going to become. If you focus on that earning money is easy, that it's a beautiful thing, that it allows you to go out there and help people in a bigger way, and that's all you focus on, and you're grateful every time you have to pay a bill, you're grateful. Every time you have to spend money, you're grateful. Every time you receive money, you're grateful. It's all gratitude. What's going to happen? You're going to attract money to yourself. So listen, it's not complicated. It's very simple, but it is a process. In fact, it's a lifelong process. You'll never stop doing this. Why? Because every time you accomplish a goal, you're going to set another one. And every time you set a goal, which is what I'm going to get into the third thing, is it should be beyond where you are today. So it's going to require you to go back again 
Get rid of some limiting beliefs because you're trying to do something you've never done before. That's how you find out what your limiting beliefs are by getting outside your comfort zone because you're going to get triggered. And all those thoughts are going to start rushing to you. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I didn't know. Like if you were just to get into a, a observation mode, you'd be like, man, I didn't I didn't know I had all these limiting beliefs. I didn't know I thought that negative about me and what I'm doing. Well, that's because you're outside your comfort zone. So let's get into this third part really quick. Uh, hold on. Let me back up to make sure everybody understands what's going on. I was breaking down the movie, the movie called The Secret, uh, the book called The Secret. I have it here right in front of me. I gave you guys my own personal story on how I've used it and what has happened to me ever since I was 18 years old. I've been following this stuff. Um, so I, I gave you that story. We talked about the overall bottom line message to the secret is what? You become what you think about. Why is it a secret? Because the way people act, the, the decisions that they make, how they speak, what they do in their life is as if they've never heard of that. They keep focusing on negative things. That's all they talk about. They talk about what they don't want. They talk about what they hate. They talk about what somebody did to them. They say words like that person pissed me off. That person did this. That person did that. The government this. And that's all they're wrapped up in. And that's why it keeps happening for them. Well, the opposite is true as well. If you focus on what you do want, that's exactly what you're going to get. Why is that? Because that's the way the mind works. The conscious mind, that's where you concentrate. That's where you focus. It's a mental tool called the will. It gives you the ability to focus on one thing at a time to the exclusion of everything else going on around you. That's a mental muscle. The problem is in school, nobody teaches you how to develop your imagination. Nobody teaches you how to focus. Nobody teaches you how to make a decision. Nobody teaches you how to follow your intuition. Nobody teaches you how to form your own perception of something so you can get what you want. Nobody teaches us this stuff. So we're freaking ignorant at the age of 18 and we go out in this world and just think the results that we're getting, oh my God, I guess that's just the way life is. I can't change them. False. You can change them by changing what you're focusing on. If you focus on good things in your life, more good things will happen. If you focus on bad things, more bad things will happen. And I gave you guys the classic example of the vehicle that we just got during Christmas. Um, and now we see them all over the road because the, it's an experience. We, that's what's in our mind. It's embedded in our mind. We're driving the vehicle around every day. So, of course, that's what we're going to see. Well, it's the same thing with your thoughts. If that's all you're focusing on, that's all you can see. You can't see anything else. That's why Napoleon Hill said it best. A closed mind does not inspire courage, faith, or belief. You have to open your mind to a new way of thinking. Well, the step number one to doing that is living your purpose in life. If you start doing the thing you love to do, you will open your mind to new possibilities. You will get creative. Why is that? Because you're in a high vibration. The highest emotion possible is love. When you fall in love with your life, you fall in love with what you're doing, you're going to be a different person. And if you don't know what vibration means, vibration is just a scientific word that describes how you feel. So if you feel bad, you're in a bad vibration. If you feel great, you're in a great vibration. And why is this so important? Because the vibration you're in, that's what activates the law of attraction. A lot of people just think, if I think about this, that's what I'm going to attract. No, it's, how you, it's what you focus on and how you feel about it is what dictates what you attract. So you may think great thoughts about what you want, but if you keep feeling bad about it, that it's not going to happen, that's not what you're going to attract. So that's what we talked about. you got to start living your purpose because it automatically alters your vibration, the way that you feel about yourself, the way you feel about your life. Okay? 
So there's that. Number two was what? You got to understand the villain that's in your way. Your subconscious mind, the limiting beliefs, the bad habits, the negative ideas that you didn't place there, by the way, they got there through what? Emotional impact and repetition. An emotional impact is if you were a person who was sexually assaulted, you're raped, domestic violence, abuse, a car accident when you were a kid, bullied in school, something that was traumatic to you altered your belief system, altered your habits, altered your behavior immediately, just like that. And then time, space, rep, uh, time, space, repetition, where someone kept saying something to you over and over and over and over again, and sooner or later it became a habit. That's how you learn the language that you learn. That's why you eat the food that you eat. That's why you probably listen to the music that you listen to. You're attracted to certain movies. All that is there because of repetition. So that's what happens. So this villain is created through emotional impact and repetition. Well, your job is to figure out what, what, what the issue is. Okay, so what is it that you need to change to get to where you want to go? Most people don't understand the enemy. That's why they keep losing. They don't understand where they are. They don't understand what's in their way. They're thinking what's in their way is the government. They think it's the family, their friends, their environment. It's what happened to them when they were a child. That, that, that's it. No, no. It's what's going on inside you. That's what's getting in your way. And if you don't understand the power of the subconscious mind and how to alter what's going on in there, you're not going to change your results. They will stay the same from one year to the next. You may attract some things here or there that, that are great, but then you're going to go back to doing what you were doing. And that's why I gave you guys the example of the, the gal that I was talking to over the phone. She manifested $30,000 in one month, blew it all the very next month, didn't have any of it. Why? Because in her subconscious mind, she does not have good money habits. In her subconscious mind, she does not believe she's worthy of the money. When you don't believe you're worthy of the money, you will blow the money and you don't even know how you blow it. You just blow it. It's gone. As soon as it comes in, it's gone because you're not in harmony with it. That's not your vibration. That's what I'm saying. What you're focusing on is so important in life. And before I get into this third thing about goals, I, I already gave you guys something practically that you could do that costs you no money and no time. Write this question down and put it on your laptop, put it in your restroom, put it on your screensaver, do whatever you got to do so you can see this every day. The question is this, what am I focusing on? Question mark. What am I focusing on? Question mark. Write that down and look at it every day. And the more you look at it, the more you'll realize, man, I can't believe that's when I'm, I got to stop focusing on that. Let me focus on this. Right now, what's the third thing you got to do? If you're really going to apply the secret, you got to set goals. You got to set a goal that's going to cause you to grow. That's what I did when I was in the military. I kept setting goals that were the next level. That I didn't know how I was going to get there. That was going to require me to do something differently and become better. So that's what I did. So when I, especially when I went from being an E7 to being a lieutenant, Oh, I had to change a lot of stuff because when you're, when you are a sergeant in the military, you're used to doing what you're used to telling people what to do. You're used to being in charge of people and, and doing all that other stuff. And when you go to the officer candidate school, you can't act like that. You got to act like a private again, basically. Well, a lot of people who are sergeants don't react well to that. That's why they fell out of that course. So I had to change that about myself. I had to change my belief system. I had to change my perception of things. I had, I basically, when I went to that school, I said, this is a game and I'm going to win. I'll do whatever it takes. 
That was my attitude. And so what am I saying? Number three is you have to set goals that you don't know how you're going to achieve and they will require you to change inside. That is a worthy goal. A, a worthy goal is not something you did last year and then you're going to do it again. That's not it. it. A goal, a true goal in life is where it requires you to grow as an individual. It requires you to step outside your comfort zone and do something you've never done before. Most people don't set goals this way. Most people set goals based on logic. They say, well, you know what? Logically, this makes sense. If I could just take these few steps and do this over here and do that over there, then, you know, this will all come together. Never happens. You've got to set goals that you don't know how you're going to get to. It's got to be a goal where you say, man, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but on my way there, I know I'm going to change and I'm going to be a better person for it. That's the goal you want to set for yourself. Now, what does that have to do with the secret? Has everything to do with it. Because if you, if you have the ability to manifest anything that you want, why would you not set a goal like that? Like, that's like God coming down and saying, all right, listen, for one day and one day only, I'll give you whatever you want. You're just going to ask for, let's say, oh, I, yeah, can, can I have a, extra money? But what do you mean when you say that? <laughs> you know, like, you have to be very clear. And it's got to be something that you're like, you know what? When I look at that goal, when I think about that goal, if I had a chance to get what I wanted, that's what I would want. That is the goal. That is the goal. Because you're going to spend your money, you're going to spend your time, you're going to spend your energy for the next five years doing something. So you might as well spend it on something that is worthy of your time, money, and energy. That's what people don't understand. If you're going to spend your time, money, and energy, spend it on something you love and that is going to require you to grow as a person that you truly want. Stop spending it on shit that doesn't matter. But that's what we do, huh? Because we're programmed. Think about it. If you're watching me on TikTok, TikTok is another example of what I'm talking about when I say repetition. What happens? People become programmed to pick up their phone, open up TikTok, and just scroll for the next hour. It's repetition. But there's no goal in that. There's no growth in that. And for the business owners who are watching right now, I'm very grateful that you're watching this podcast, so I know this sounds, sounds biased, but I honestly believe that your job is not to get on this platform and consume anything. Your job is to get on this platform and create. Just think about what I just said. Your job is not to consume. Your job is to create. And quite frankly, that's everybody's job. What, what do you think this universe, this universe is? It's a creation. We are here to create. We're not here to be mediocre. We're not here to play it safe. We're not here to do what everybody else is doing. You are supposed to be following the dream in your mind. That's creation right there. And when you're not creating, what are you doing? You're disintegrating. You're going in the opposite direction. So you have to set goals that are beyond where you are today that you're not, you're not going to know how to get to. And why is this so important? Because it goes back to number two. When you set a goal that big, it will cause the villain that's inside of you to come out. And that's what you want because that's how you get rid of the villain. You get rid of them by getting them to show their true colors. And you start to realize, oh my God, okay, 
I didn't know I didn't believe in that. Or I, I don't have the right habits for this. Or I got to be better over here. I got to be better at doing this. And now you're becoming stronger, right? You're growing. You're becoming more self-aware. You're getting rid of that backpack that's full of rocks that you're walking around with. Because you set a goal. You, you can't make it to, to that goal with that backpack on. You got to get rid of it. That, that's the leverage point. Is you have to set a goal that requires you to drop that backpack on the ground and leave it, leave it, leave it behind. So this whole secret conversation, it is a secret. I think that's the best title they gave the movie in the book because it is. Majority of people are still operating their life as if they'd never heard of it. As if they don't understand that you become what you think about. And there's another great book, by the way, that's not part of um, what I'm talking about from Ron and Byrne. But the other book that gets into that is The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. And he wrote this book before she did, obviously. This was back in 1950-something, I think it is. Let's see if they tell me. This book was originally, well, let, let me correct something really quick. This is not a book. This, this is a uh, radio broadcast that he had created. Um, and then what they did is they took the broadcast, transcribed it, and then turned it into a book. So he didn't publish a book. He published a broadcast. Um, but they don't say when the first book was made available. But the point is this. That broadcast... Um, was in the uh, 50s, uh, to my understanding. What's the point? The point is in, in here, Earl Nightingale says the same thing. He says the same thing. The strangest secret is that we become what we think about. That's what it is. And if you become what you think about, then it would make sense to change what you're thinking about. Right? But... He also goes in here and says, well, why do people not do that? Well, think about it. He says, uh, we conform. And the trouble is that most people are acting like the wrong percentage group. The 95% of people who don't succeed, they act like these people. Why do these people conform? Well, they really don't know. They believe that their lives are shaped by circumstances, by things that happen to them, by exterior forces. They are outer directed people. That's what I'm saying. This is an inside-out job, not an outside-in. Okay? So I really believe that the, the title, The Secret, is perfect. I think the bottom line is what you focus on and get emotionally involved in is what you're going to become. And I'm not talking about you're focusing on it for one day or one week. I'm talking about that's all you focus on until it happens. Okay? Um. One of my big goals for myself is to become the highest paid and respected mentor in the personal development industry. I don't know how long that's going to take, but that's going to require me to grow and get better at what I do. That's going to require me to provide a high level of service that most people are not doing. That's another example of setting a goal that's beyond where you are today. And it, it, it's a goal that requires a different version for yourself. And that is what success is all about, as Earl Nightingale wrote or 
created in The Strangest Secret, he said that success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. What does that exactly mean? It means that success is the school teacher who's teaching school because that's what he or she wants to do. Success is the woman who's a wife and mother because she wanted to become a wife and mother and is doing a great job of it. Success is the man who runs the corner gas station because that was his dream. That's what he wanted to do. Success is the successful salesperson who wants to become a top-notch salesperson and grow and build with their organization. Success is anyone, listen to this, success is anyone who is doing deliberately a predetermined job because that's what they decided to do deliberately. But only one out of 20 does that. That's the problem today. Most people work at the jobs that they work at, not because that's where they wanted to work at. They work there because they have conformed. They've listened to too many opinions. They don't know what it means to make a committed decision and tell themselves, hey, come hell or high water, this is where I'm going to work. This is what I'm going to do because I want to do that. That's not what we're taught. We're taught to just follow what everybody tells us to do. Think about how many children that are, um, or teenagers that are senior citizens, or not senior citizens, in their senior year, that the school system is cramming college down their throat. I believe right now what they're doing, they're already prepping people to go to college. They haven't even graduated yet. So they're already telling them what to do. That's not what they want to do, but they're being told what to do. They're being programmed and trained. Hey, you're going to do what people tell you to do. You're going to do what everybody else is doing. Because if you go do what you want to do, we're going to look at you weird. And parents right in there as well. Parents make the mistake of trying to force their children to be something they don't want to be. They, they make their children play sports that they don't want to play. They make children get into school and, and to college when they don't want to go to go to college. Why would you make somebody do something they don't want to do? You know they're not going to be successful in it. Why do so many people drop out of college that no business being there in the first place? Let's read this one more time. And I'm not saying college is bad, by the way. I'm talking about general information that, the, uh, that people are taking out student loans for to become college. Okay, I'm not talking about people who are going to med school. All right. Now let's get back to our definition of success. Who succeeds? The only person who succeeds is the person who is progressively realizing a worthy ideal. This is a person who says, I'm going to become this, and they begin to work towards that goal. I'll tell you who the successful people are. Success is the school teacher who's teaching school because that's what he or she wants to do. Success is the woman who wants to be a wife and mother because she wanted to be a wife and mother, and she's doing a great job of it. Success is the man who owns the corner gas station because that was his dream. That's what he wanted to do. Success is the successful salesperson who wants to build a top, who wants to become a top-notch salesperson and grow and build with their organization. Success is anyone who is doing deliberately a predetermined job because that's what they decided to do deliberately. But only one out of 20 does that. That's why today there isn't any real competition unless you make it for yourself. Instead of competing, all you have to do is create. People are caught up in competition. It's ridiculous. 
You see, you got to focus on what you want. And that's all that matters. All this other stuff is BS. Life is too short for it, honestly. It really is. Think of it this way. Think of a ship that is leaving a harbor and it has, a, it has their complete voyage mapped out. It knows exactly where it's going. It knows what time it's leaving. It knows where the checkpoints are going to be at. It knows everything they need to know to go from where they are to the destination. The captain and the crew know exactly where it's going and how long it's going to take them. They have a definite goal. Now, 9,999 times out of 10,000, it will get to where it started out to get. Now, let's take another ship, just like the first, only let's not, approve, let's not put a crew on it. Let's not put a captain at the, at the helm. Let's give it no aiming point, no goal, no destination. We just start the engines and let it go. I think you all would agree that if it even gets out of the harbor, it will eventually sink or wind up on some deserted beach. That's what's going on today. I can give you all the analogies in the world. They're all going to be the same. You, you're, you're a ship and a ship has a purpose. And if you don't know what that purpose is, that ship ain't going nowhere. If you don't have goals for yourself, the ship's not going nowhere. It's what you're focusing on. You want to focus on that goal of what you want. That's how you know where you're going when you wake up in the morning. I think I've said enough today. I, 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 I really believe if you were just to play what I said on repeat, something's going to click for you. Because when I see people, I only see what's possible. I only see opportunities out there. I see abundance. I don't see lack. I don't see poverty. I don't see scarcity. There is plenty of everything to go around. There is no shortage of money. There are no shortage of opportunities. There are no shortage of people in this world who are getting up and making it happen. Why can't you do it? Is it going to take some time? Absolutely. But what are you going to do anyway? You're going to use that time anyway. You might as well use the time on something that is worthy. Something that you truly want. You know, and some of you guys, you're in a, you're in a position where you're going to have to make a huge, a huge choice. You know, you may have to leave the career, the career that, that you're in. You may have to, that's okay. You don't have to leave it tomorrow, but if you start to focus on what you want, where you want to go, you will then attract the ideas that will help you get out of the career that you're currently in and into the career that you want. See, the problem is this, even in school, we're not taught what the rules to the game are. Okay. There are rules to this game of life. One of the rules is called the law of cause and effect. What you put out is what you get back. So if you're focusing on your goal, what are you going to get back? You're going to get the ideas that help you get there because that's what you're concentrating on. When that's what you concentrate on, that's all you can attract to yourself. You can't attract anything else. You're only going to attract the thoughts, the ideas, the opportunities, the people, the situation, the circumstances that help you get there. What most people fail to do is they fail to hold it long enough to see that happen. So they may focus on what they want maybe a week at the most, and then they're back to focusing on something else again. You have to focus on what you want and hold it in your mind. That's all you should be concentrating on. As you're moving throughout the day, you're driving wherever you're going, you're coming into work, you're, you're on your break, you're on your lunch, you're in the shower, you're laying in your bed, you're waking up in the morning, you're about to go to sleep. What should you be thinking about? You should be focusing on what you want, seeing yourself already there. 
That's what you should be doing. Because you're going to you're going to be thinking anyway, so you might as well think about what you want. And so that's what ends up happening. We got to focus on what we want to the exclusion of everything else going on around you. Get emotion involved in that, which will happen by default because when you concentrate on something, you become emotion involved. There is no other way. There's no way that you're going to concentrate on something for seven days and never feel any emotion. You will. It's a law, cause and effect. What you concentrate on will cause how you feel. How you feel will cause how you behave. How you behave will dictate the results that you get. Cause and effect. That's one of the rules to the game. And there's another rule called the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. There's a good, there's a bad, there's an up, there's a down, there's an in and an out. It's your responsibility to focus on the side that's going to help you get to where you want to go. So if you're focusing on what you want and then something happens that's the opposite of that, don't focus on that. Go back to focusing on what you do want because even though something bad has happened, there's always something good about it. Now, this is not just my opinion. I live this, okay? Both of my parents are drug addicts. I had to be adopted. I was sexually abused. I was bullied in school. They said there was something wrong with me. I had ADHD. They sent me to all the, you know, the counselors and the psychiatries and all these other stuff. And they said, all this stuff's wrong with your child. Guys, I'm telling you, when I changed my perception of my childhood, my life changed. I was thinking from a place of a victim. I was looking at what was bad. I was looking at what people did to me. I was looking at the pain, the hurt, the guilt, the shame. That's all I was focusing on. So what happened? That's, what, that's how I kept feeling. That's what kept happening to me. When I shift my perspective, because I started to understand the law of polarity that if there's something bad that has happened in our life, there has to be something good about it. So I started looking at the good. I started looking at, oh, well, wait. Well, because of my parents, I'm here. Oh, the other thing is they taught me what not to do. That's one of the best lessons in life when they teach you what not to do. They taught me to stay away from drugs. They, they taught me that. They taught me, hey, this is the father that I'm going to be. This is the type of husband I'm going to be to never duplicate that again. Right? So you can't just, someone can't tell you that. you got to go through that. That's why these, quote, bad experiences, which they're not really bad experiences, by the way. They're lessons. They happen. They're necessary. Because you can't have one without the other. You can't have something good without the bad. You can't have something bad without the good. You have to have them. Your job is to focus on the good. So that's what I did. I stopped blaming my father. I stopped blaming uh, my cousin. I stopped blaming my family. I, I stopped. I let all that go. I forgave them. It's in the past. I don't care anymore about that stuff. I'm focused on what I want, which is helping you succeed. That's why I live a great life today. I get, to wake, I get to wake up in the morning. I get to do exactly what I want to do. I get to actually help change a person's life. And I'm damn good at it. And I'm only getting better at it as time goes on. And I love this. And I'm going to do this for a very long time for the rest of my life. I'm saying that not to brag or anything like that. I'm saying it because this is what you should be saying about yourself. And you can. You got to find your own thing that you love to do and stick to it. We live in a world that is filled with distractions. You're going to constantly, people are going to try to distract you. They're going to try to tell you, no, you should start this business. You should do this idea. You should go here. You should go there. You got to tune all that out and say, what am I focusing on? What is it that I want? That's the only thing that matters. All this other stuff does not matter because as soon as you take your attention away from what you want and start focusing on this, on this other stuff, what happens? You lose momentum. 
You lose the focus. You lose the concentration. And why is that such a big problem? Because remember, you're focusing on something you've never had before. So it's not natural for it to happen. In order to make it natural for it to actually happen in your life, you have to focus on it. So you can't break your focus. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to develop a true habit in your life, it's daily discipline every single day. And that's why I always tell people, you got to start with changing something small about yourself. It's easier to change one small habit than try to go change a hundred different things and these big habits about yourself. So anyways, I think the bottom line of everything that I said, you become what you think about, what you focus on is so crucial. The practical step that I've given you guys today that you can do right now that costs you no money is write down on a note, on a little sticky note, or put it on your phone, the question, what am I focusing on, question mark? What am I focusing on, question mark? And put it everywhere. You will become more aware of the thoughts that you think, what you've been concentrating on, and will get you to stop focusing on that stuff. All right? So let's hear from you guys. Let's hear from you guys what you guys have to say about this. Should you guys go read? Should you guys get the book? Where, where'd it go? Absolutely. Absolutely. This, this was the first book I actually read front to back. The first book. Before that, you couldn't even get me to read a book. This is when I was 18. First book. And through my 20s, it was the only book that I kept reading. It was the only book that I would pick up and read. I had a thousand books, but I never read them. This is the only book that for some reason I would always go back to it and I would read it. And um, um, it's the only book that really in my early part of my life that really helped me. Now, the, the primary book I read today is uh, Think and Grow Rich. Well, why is that? Well, because in The Secret, there's someone called Bob Proctor. And Bob Proctor was the person that out of everybody in the secret really stood out to me that I resonated with the most because he reminded me of my own self. He was in the military. He was losing for a very long time and he turned his life around by following the secret. And uh, the book that he read was Think and Go Rich. So I've been reading Think and Go Rich ever since uh, studying under Bob Proctor. Uh, and that's why I ended up becoming a consultant of his and I've been doing that for the past four years. So um, when I say you should get this book, The Secret, or you should get the book, Think and Go Rich, or you should go watch the movie, and, I, and I'm giving you guys all these stories today, you're not, this isn't coming from um, a person that, you know, this is a theory to me. I just happened to read it one time. Let me go share, share about it on social media. No, that's not what this is. I live this. This is my business. This is my lifestyle. This is how I live. You know, there is no other way for me. This is what this is what I eat. I breathe. This is it for me. This is what I'm obsessed with. So I'm, I'm not on here to share um, ambiguous ideas or anything like that. I'm sharing my life and I'm sharing exactly what could change your life. But that's going to require you to make a decision to do it for yourself. Just like I did. I made a decision to say, hey, you know what? I clearly don't know better because my results are showing that. So I might as well go to an expert like Rhonda Byrne, go to an expert like Napoleon Hill and do exactly what they tell me to do. Right. And that's why I became a consultant for Bob Proctor. He knew what he was doing. He built a company that operates all over the world. And this guy comes from nothing. So 
I think they know what they're talking about. So I'd rather listen to people like that. And that's what I started to do. And that's when my entire life changed around. I got out of the military. Um, I had a couple of businesses before I started this one here. And uh, now, now, now I'm here. I'm here because of what The Secret talks about. I'm here because I started living my purpose. I'm here because I understand what's in my way, the villain, the subconscious mind, the limiting beliefs, and the goals that I've set for myself. If I didn't do anything that I just said throughout the last 60 minutes, you guys wouldn't see me here. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have been able to put up the amount of content that I put up on TikTok. And I wouldn't have the amount of clients that I do. There's just no way. That stuff does not happen to people who is not living this. So my bottom line, last statement I'm going to make here to you is how do you act on what I said today? I think the practical way you start is write the question down. What am I focusing on? Question mark. And look at that every single day. What am I focusing on? And that's a, that's a surefire way to make sure that you train yourself to focus on what you want. Don't focus on what you don't want. It's a waste of energy. Focus on what you do want. That's an investment that you're making when you do that. All right. Uh, Patricia, or let's see here. Such a great message. Thank you. I needed this. You're very welcome. All right, let's bring TikTok here up on the screen, and then I will go through and answer your guys' questions. All right. Let's see here. Hold on, guys, on TikTok. Hold on really quick. All right, there we go. <laughs> I had to turn my heater off because it's hot in here. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's see. Get us back here. Get us back. There we go. There we go. Now we're back. Okay. Let's go through and answer your guys' questions. Um, it's so inspiring. I'm 19 I, and I'm in this point. Love it. Did you write down when you want everything to happen by like, like the blank check example and date. You know what's interesting? Um, I don't recall writing the dates down. I just recall writing it down as if it already happened. So in my mind, it already happened. I wasn't, that's why I don't think, and I sometimes go back and forth on this to be very transparent, but I don't give any energy to the date. I'm giving energy to that it has already happened. So I think that's a great question. I, I would just, you could just put a 90 day date for yourself, but just, you need to be more focused on that. It has already happened. So you wouldn't be concerned with the date. If that makes any sense. Second question. Do you think everyone is, is you pushed out? I don't know what that means. Thank you. Yeah. My wife's got it. Um, let's see here. Yeah, energy goes where attention flows. Exactly. I love your content. Thank you, Justin973. Uh, let's see. 
This book was the beginning of my spiritual awakening and spiritual journey. Love it. Good for you. I'm new into this. Which book should I read first? The Power of Your Subconscious Mind or The Secret? Um, I don't think there's any I don't think there's any one book to start with. I think and you know what the you know what the best answer to that question is? What do you feel you should do? What does your intuition tell you? Which book stands out to you the most? I'd read that one first. And then what I would also do is go back and watch my uh, podcast episode from, uh, let me tell you what it is. Who, who am I talking to? For Tima369, you're going to want to pay attention to, to this um, recommendation. So if you go listen to my podcast on January 17th, so you have to go over to my YouTube channel on January 17th which was on Tuesday, two days ago. Um, the title is called Why Reading One Page a Thousand Times Can Change Your Life. I want you to choose whichever book stands out to you the most that you feel res that you resonate with. So go with whatever your, your intuition is telling you. And then two, go listen to this podcast and follow the instructions that I give in there when you go read the book. Wayne Dyer and Abraham Hicks saved my life. Oh, yeah, they are some legends. I love them. All right, let's see here. You need to do a podcast on the radio. I know, right? More people need to discover you. So happy you came up on my For You page. There's a lot of people who discover me. I mean, more and more people are discovering me every day. And a lot of them, they don't discover me live. They'll discover me like on my YouTube channel, um, through my TikTok content. I mean, people are just, in a sense, they've just been flowing into my business. So um, I'm very grateful for who is here, people who have participated, people who watch this. By the way, there's a good amount of people who will watch what I'm saying and never leave a comment, but they end up becoming a client. So, you know, that's another reality for people who do own an online business. Um, don't get caught up in the numbers. Focus on your purpose. Focus on why you're doing it. Focus on what you want. And I don't care about numbers. What I care about is changing lives. What I want to see in my DMs every day is, hey, Devori, that video that you made, that podcast that you made, or what you told me today, this changed my life. Thank you so much. That's why I do this. The money always shows up as a result, but the cause is actually going and delivering value to people that will alter their life for the better. If, if you can do that in whatever business you own for the entrepreneurs who are listening, if you can do that, the money will always take care of itself. The problem is we do it in reverse. We're trying to get the money before we actually solve problems for people. You can't do that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, awesome. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. That's literally happening to me right now. I need to get my mind together. It's getting together. Start telling yourself that. You're getting your mindset in order. So let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. This is how subtly you can get off track. Instead of telling yourself that your mindset is bad and you need to get it in order, go there with your statements and say that it's already in order. Just start telling yourself, hey, I'm getting my mindset together. Listen, Jen, if you were not getting your mindset together, you wouldn't be listening right now and you wouldn't have left the comments. So clearly you have already been making steps. You are getting your mindset together. It is together. Do you see the difference? And I'm not picking on you or anything like that, but everybody else who's listening, I would immediately 
Stop saying things you don't want. Yeah, you know, I'm always struggling. Stop. This is so difficult. Stop. I need to do stop and just go there. Start saying, I am doing this. This is happening. I can, I will, I am. Just demand that, accept it for yourself. Stop living in the past. Live from the place where you want to be. And it starts with what you concentrate on and how you speak about yourself and your life. That lesson right there, guys, I'm telling you, that right there is going to change a lot of things for you. But you got to follow the advice. You got to execute on that. Stop talking about what you don't want. And I'm not saying, Jane, your comment's wrong or anything like that. It just reminded me of what I would tell you to do if you were my client. I would tell you to stop talking about that. Stop saying things like that and start saying what you do want. I am, my, my mindset is getting better. My health is improving. I'm living, I'm living a happier life. Things are happening for me. Things are, things are working out. Um, I'm, I'm attracting better people into my life. I'm living my purpose. My, my life is thriving. My business is thriving. My, my money is, is, is abundant. You know, I'm, I'm great with, with my money. I'm, I'm grateful with, for my health. I'm at my perfect weight. I mean, guys, it's a language. You got to start talking like the person you want to become. You got to speak from that place. Stop talking from where you are, from where you are right now. Talk from where you want to be. What you focus on is going to grow. Please, do you have a recording of something like this session? Got to listen to something like this over and over and over again. I would just listen to this. It's on the YouTube channel. Uh, this is YouTube channel. It's like a hidden gem. Thank you. I needed this live. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. What's his YouTube name? Yeah, just type Devore Darkens. Thank you. Uh, just got on. Can you repeat? I think I did repeat that because I think you got on earlier. The leaders of the world would rather have people be on prescriptions um, because of money. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that that's the thing. You can't have one without the other. So when I see a poor person on the corner, those individuals have to exist because someone else is in a mansion. Okay. When I see people who are ignorant, you have to have people who are not. You can't have one without the other. So I, I don't get caught up in focusing on what's wrong with the world. I get caught up in focusing on what I want to happen in my own life that will I know that will help other people around me. That's what I'm focusing on. So everything in this world is happening the way it's supposed to happen. I think when people can accept that, they'll live a happier life. Um, when you try to put the pressure of the world on your shoulders and what the government is doing, you're going to stress, stress yourself out, you know, and it's just not, I don't want to live a life with stress and anxiety. So I focus on what I want. That's what I do. And, you know, somebody's going to talk about it. Of course, somebody's got to, you know, call them out. That's their thing. My thing is not that. So. I love that comment. I think that's that's what's happening. Um, and I think that um, that's why it's even more important to focus on yourself and not and not leave your life and your career and your happiness up to what the government is going to do. You should never put yourself in a position where your success, your happiness, your family is depending on lawmakers down in Washington. I mean, if you are depending on them, you are absolutely in trouble. And the great thing about that statement is you don't have to be, because remember, law of polarity. You can either depend on them or you don't have to depend on them. You could depend on yourself. And if you start depending on yourself, you'll start making things happen. 
I homeschool, and this is our second live. We join, we join and love. I love that. Thank you, Yolanda. I appreciate that. That's really good to hear. What if you don't know what you're focusing on? I haven't found anything I love to do yet, and I'm 38. Well, you do know what you're focusing on. What, have, what were you thinking about before you got on this live stream? What, what were you thinking about? What were you actively engaged in? Um, that's what you're focusing on. Uh, and if you and if you don't choose to focus on anything, then you won't become anything. So you so really, it, it doesn't matter if you don't know everything that you've been focusing on. The more important question is, what are you going to focus on moving forward? Low Chevy 84. That's really the more important question. What are you going to choose to focus on moving forward? That's the more important question here. If you haven't found anything that you love to do yet, I would actually challenge you to schedule a call because I bet if we have a conversation, I will be able to bring it out of you. I think what happens with us all is we, we become blinded of who we really are. And so when we're asked certain questions, we can't answer because we, we just don't see it that way. You have a gift, a talent, and a skill already, Low Chevy 84. There is something that brings joy to your heart. You just may have a hard time actually saying that out loud and seeing it for yourself. Uh, let's see here. Vibration equals how you feel. Exactly. Are you going to save this live on your profile? Um, I don't think you could save lives on your profile, but I do. I have saved this on my YouTube channel. I, I This is I'm live streaming right now on YouTube and Facebook. So if you want to go watch the replay, you can. All you have to do is go to the link in my bio and click there. How do I find my purpose? You could go to the link in my bio, low Chevy 84 and download a free purpose finder cheat sheet. I'm going to say that again. You could go to the link in my bio. This is for anybody who's listening right now. If you don't know what your purpose in life is or you're not clear on it, you have some idea about it, but you want clarity around it, download the purpose finder cheat sheet. It's a free cheat sheet. It's for people who want to discover their life purpose. You could do that by going to the link in my bio. All right, let's see here. Thanks a million. I was approved, but it took some work. You're exactly right about that. Um, what were you approved for? No, we are here to serve his higher purpose. I love it. Um, thank you. I agree. I wanted to choose psychology as a major, but my family forced me to choose medical. Yeah, see? That that's what I'm saying. Why would they force you? It should have been what is it that you really want? That's what it really should have been about. Because what you really want, if that's what you really want, then you're gonna show up and do what it takes. And listen, I have people that I've coached that some of these people they so, like. I have I had a client who had a doctorate. They only did that because that's what their parents told them to do. And as soon as they got it and went off to work, they became a very depressed individual. They went on medication, right? So they they went and they got um, diagnosed and they're all, all this freaking medication. When the real problem is not that they have depression, the real problem is they're not living their purpose in life. Well, what happened? I got him to start doing that. I got him to start making time to do the things that he loves to do. I started getting him to reach out to people who are already doing it. Well, guess what? He doesn't have depression anymore. He's not on the medication. Why? 
because like I said earlier, you are the only problem and solution you'll ever have. When you start doing the things you love to do, you are in a different vibration. You're not going to attract depression to you. It just isn't going to happen. All right, let's see here. The villain is your limiting beliefs. Exactly. Always great information. Thank you, Tanya. Guru of real estate. Thanks for watching. Uh, and you have to do the steps. Exactly. Uh, I definitely want to listen to this later. Yeah, you can go back on the YouTube channel and uh, you can watch this. Preach. Remember, we were born with everything inside of us. Exactly. Exactly. That's why Bob Proctor said it best. You, you're, you were born rich. Don't you feel like we need to distance ourselves from those folks? Yeah, I don't go around people who are not in harmony with me. I mean, that just isn't going to happen. Putting the energy out into the universe. Once you turn that light on, it changes you. Exactly. You have to picture yourself doing it as well. Yeah, so let's talk about that really quick. Let's drop another gem. Why do you hear so much about you need to visualize, you need to see it? Why is that? Because that's how the mind works. It works with pictures. You got to see the picture and the picture becomes planted in the subconscious mind. Well, that only happens through repetition and becoming emotion involved in the picture. Well, let's think about it in the rest of the world. How, how does a movie get created? Well, they need a director, right? And the director sees visually what they want to create. And then there's a script involved. They got to get the actors, the actresses, the, the, the extras, the doubles, stunt people, all this stuff, editing team. But the vision is in the mind of the director. They got to see it before they can create the movie. Well, the actor has to see themselves being the person they need to be in the movie. So how do they do that? They start living like that person. They start dressing like that person. They go hang around people like that person. How many of you guys have seen the TV show called All American? How many of you guys have seen that TV show? All American. There's five seasons. How many of you guys have seen it? It's about, you know, high school, football, or whatever. Um... Spencer James. How many of you guys have seen that? <laughs> it's a great TV show, by the way. I think it's funny. The last season is, uh, it's, it's just, I don't know. I'm not going to get into all that, but listen. Um, why, why am I telling you, why am I asking you guys, have you seen that? Because of this. Do you know where Spencer James is from? Daniel Ezra. Do you know where he's from? Does anybody know? He's not from America, folks. You know where he's from? He's from Britain. He's British. Yeah. Bet you didn't know that one. Why am I saying that? Because a lot of people don't understand that you need to see it in your mind and start being that person to see it come through in your life. Why can these actors get on the screen and they make us believe that there's something that they're not? Because they became it. They practice it. That's what you have to do. You have to practice holding the image in your mind of what you want and stepping out and taking action from that place. You have to be that person. Most of the cast that's in All-American, they're from Europe. They're from Europe. 
Yes, they have the same color skin that I do. People will call them black, but they're from Europe. They're not from America. That happens because they got to visualize it. They become it. And so they get on the screen and you're thinking like, oh my God, that guy's from, from uh, he's from Compton. No, he's not. <laughs> he's from Europe. But he would make you think he's from Compton. Why? Because he had a seed in his mind. He became it. Same thing with a doctor. A doctor who does surgery on you. What happens? They got to visually see it first. That's why they take the x-rays. They do all the tests. They get all the data. They build the picture in the mind of what they got to do first. And then they do the surgery. Same thing with sports. If you're a basketball, basketball player, what do you do? You got to see the ball going through the hoop before you shoot it. That, that requires focus. If you're a golf player, you got to see where you're looking to put the ball based on the landscape, right? And, and, and the angles, but you see it going into the putt. It's just like when you drive, you see before you make the turn. A lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that. You got to see it first. You have to see it. So if you're going to take anything from today of that statement about you have to picture yourself doing it, that's why you have to do it. You have to, you have to see it. You, you can't just kind of think about it, vaguely think about it. No, you need to build a picture in your mind. You need to create the movie in your mind and hold that movie over and over and over again. And then you'll start to see a change in your behavior and definitely how, how you feel. Uh, let's see here. Uh, thank you. Very helpful. It's the man in the mirror. Exactly. What am I focusing on? Write that down. Keep trying to change, but no results. So 1163 bill. The reason why you're not getting results is because that's what you're focusing on. I want everybody to pay attention. I'm reading a comment right now that says, I keep trying to change, but no results. That's what that person is focusing on. So they will never get results. You have to flip that around and saying, I'm getting better results because I'm changing every day. And if you were to tell yourself that every single day and focus on that, it doesn't matter if you don't see it in your 3D world. It doesn't matter if it doesn't physically happen yet. It's got to happen in your mind first. I just went through it. it you got to see it first. This is what we're talking about. You have to see it before it can happen. You can't just talk about it. You can't just read about it. You got to see it. Build a picture of what you want in your mind. And then you hold that picture. You focus. You concentrate. That, that's what you have to do. And then you stop talking like that. You stop saying things that you don't want. You start saying things that you do want. And then what happens? Your reality is going to catch up with you because you are the cause. Your consciousness is the cause. This is why, let me read this to you guys. We got some time. Let me read this to you. This is in The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. This would be in chapter three, Power of Assumption. He says, man's chief delusion is his conviction that there are causes other than his own state of consciousness. All that befalls a man, all that is done by him, all that comes from him happens as a result of his state of consciousness. A man's consciousness is all that he thinks and desires and loves, all that he believes is true and consents to. That is why a change of consciousness is necessary before you can change your outer world. Rain 
falls as a result of a change in the temperature in the higher regions of the atmosphere. So in like manner, a change of circumstance, a circumstance happens as a result of a change in your state of consciousness. So when I read that, I know what you're doing is you're looking at the circumstances. You're, you're not understanding that you are the one causing this to happen. You got to change what you're focusing on. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Shed the Weight at Works, How We Heal. Oh, yeah. I, I think I've read that book, by the way, How We Heal. That was, that was, or no, actually, um, um, Lewis Hayes, I think it is. Uh, we should all be creating. That hit hard. Exactly. Found it on YouTube. It's great. Can you put name in the comments? Um, sure. Most people completely miss the action part of law of attraction. Uh, exactly. The stranger secret is one of my favorite videos. Yeah. Isn't it so good? I mean, God, it's just, it's just too good in his voice. It's like, you never heard someone speak that way. It's crazy. Uh, let's see here. Let's get it. Me too. Uh, I'm going to finish my first book this year. Exactly. Been focusing for 10 years, no results. Yeah, I, I find that hard to believe. I don't I don't I don't truly believe that you have truly been following the instructions. Um it's really that simple. I think I, I in my opinion, I think you've been saying this for quite a long time, and that's why it hasn't changed, because that's what you focus on. You've been looking at your watch and and looking in your 3D world for confirmation. And because that's what you've been looking at for years, you've trained yourself only to look at that. And so that's why you say what you're saying. That's how I know. And, and you know what? This is the way that I teach. So I'm just going to be very blunt here. This is why I know for a fact you don't understand. Because if you understood, you would never make a comment like that. And so that tells me that you, one, need to go back and study the material and truly study it with an open mind, not a closed mind, an open mind. Number two, you need to relearn certain things. You probably learned things in the wrong way. This is why I'm telling you guys, if you're trying to do this by yourself, you don't have a mentor or somebody like that helping you along the way, you're gonna do things in the wrong way because you're operating from a place of ignorance. You don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So it's always recommended to get someone who already knows this and to work with them because they can look at you from the outside in and see what you're doing that's wrong. You can't see it for yourself because you're in the thick of it, right? You, it's like a business owner. Sometimes you're so caught up in your business, you can't see it. You need someone to come in and say, hey, did you know that you're doing this in the incorrect way? And you're like, oh, I didn't see it from that point of view. So that's all I have to say about that. Uh, blind Love on YouTube, the strangest secret ever told Earl Nightingale. Yep, really good. I'm working on my clothing brand. We should be accountable and check on each other. Oh, you guys are going back and forth. Exactly. I love it. Um, let's see. It was originally written in 1956. Thank you. I wish my parents knew that. You lose a lot of people when you become successful. I don't think so. I don't think you lose any. You don't lose people like you never had them to begin with. You know, when you become successful, you just attract more successful people. You know? In fact, the more successful you become, you should attract more people, really. 
Let's see here. Um, every everyone tap the screen. Let's get to 100k likes. Oh, I, <laughs> I would love that. It's important to develop an abundance mindset. Exactly. I know I'm leaving my job. That's it. Got to go after what you want. Don't we have to think as if we have it, not want? Yeah, that's that's what I've been saying. Is you concentrate on what you want. What is it that you want? Let's say you want to make ten thousand dollars a month. So when we say you focus on what you want, you focus from the pers from the perspective that it's happening already. That's why concentration or focusing is the word. You focus as if you're already there. You keep seeing it replay in your mind. I started repeating to myself, my thoughts and emotions are aligned with my desires. That's a good one. I love that. Cool, Aaron. The point is focus on what you want. Exactly. Do you talk to people one-on-one? -on -one? Yes, I do. It's in the bio. Thank you. Uh, Battlefield of the Mind. Exactly. Please repeat the name of the book. Uh, I believe it was The Science of Getting Rich you're asking about. Uh, let's see here. Let's back up here. Um, oh, wow. There's a lot of comments to get through here. So let me speed this up. Uh, let's see here. Do you do private coaching? Yes, I do. Link is in the bio. Is this live going to be saved? Yes, it is. It's on the YouTube channel. Uh, love it. Let's see here. Do you do private coaching? I just answered that. How do I let go of embarrassment from the past if memories are persistent? Yeah, it goes back to what I said, the law of polarity. You keep focusing on what was wrong. You got to start focusing on what was right. You got to ask yourself those questions. How did you benefit from what happened in the past? How did you benefit? What did you learn? What was the opportunity that was given to you as a result? As a result of my parents being drug addicts, the opportunity was I was adopted by someone who's not. So that's a great thing. The lesson is they taught me don't get into drugs. So, you know, that's what it is. Right? What did I learn from being sexually molested as a child? I learned about what true forgiveness really means and what it is. And that's why I'm an authority on teaching this stuff because I've lived it. And that's why I believe that happened to me because the plan was for me to be this person I am today. And if I'm going to go out there and change lives of people, especially people who struggle with forgiveness, well, because I've already gone through it, I know what I'm talking about. So it has helped me become even a better coach and a mentor for people. See, you got to stop looking at the bad side of it and you got to look at what the good side of it. And that's what you focus on. If you keep focusing on the good side of it, oh, you'll, you'll move past it. I homeschool and this is second life. We joined very educated, inspired. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Uh, let's see here. Books, books, Devore recommends the power of the subconscious mind and the secret. Uh, I've recommended the secret. I never recommended the power of the subconscious mind. I recommend it. Think and grow rich, the science of getting rich, uh, psycho cybernetics, um, the secret. And what was the other one? Think and grow rich, the science of getting rich, psycho cybernetics, the secret. Why do I feel like I'm forgetting one? Oh, the power of awareness. That's why.
Uh, your podcast two days ago. Exactly. Thank you. A radio show would be so dope. It would. Thank you so much. So grateful. It's crazy you not even looking at numbers and you're making numbers. And that's because I'm living in my mind on where I want to be. The reality always will catch up to that, but it's our job to hold what's in our mind. We, we have to hold it. We have to keep focusing on it. We have to make our life about what we have in our mind, not what's out here in the 3D world. I mean, it's going to catch up. It has to. I mean, there's just, it's, there's a timeline that must elapse. You know, when I first got started on TikTok, I wasn't getting any views, but because I kept showing up every day and I kept saying, listen, I'm going to make a video that helps somebody. I just want to help somebody. I want to help somebody. And because I kept setting that intention and putting that energy out there, what happened? Well, the more service you provide to other people, the more you get in return. That's just the way that it works. Uh, thanks for sharing this information. I figured out how to apply it into my life. I love it. I manifest money by giving a set amount. All I get is peanuts. Not sure if it's working. Well, listen, you don't give things in order to get something in return, okay? Yes, the law works where what you give is what you receive, but you don't make it about, oh, um, you know, if, if I give this amount, then I'll get this in return. Because a lot of the things you get in return will not come back in the same way that you sent it out. So if, if like, for example, there was a day where I left a $100 tip to somebody at a local restaurant here. Um, how, how did that ever come back to me? You'll never really know, <laughs> you know? So I, I don't get focused on, I wouldn't be focusing on that. Uh, let's see here. That's why having a mentor is so important. They are constant. They, they are that constant stop reminder. Exactly. Let's see here. I try to tell myself I'm achieving everything, but in my head, I start to question, got to focus, got to practice focusing. Uh, babe, you should record yourself for an hour giving people positive affirmations post on YouTube. Yeah, hold me accountable on that. Yeah, let's let's talk about that after this. I would love to do that. Where I will be able to achieve it or no, whether or whether or not I will be able to achieve it. That means you don't understand. That that means you're not operating from a place of belief and expectation. You you've got to understand that it starts in your mind first. And that's why I recommend the books to start reading because um it raises your level of belief and understanding that you can do it. Hi, everyone. Haven't been on Devore's Live for a minute. Nice to see you on here. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Devore. How do we schedule a call? The call is the link in the bio. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Oh, no. What is this? Oh, yeah. Uh, crazy. Doctors describe drugs instead of just telling people to do more of what they love. Wild. Exactly. Um, Jesus loves us all. That's for sure. Um, UK can't thank you enough for this reminders. NG story, a boy that wanted a dog gets me every time. I'll have to look that up. It's got to happen in your mind first. If there's anything you guys going to take away from today, whatever you want, it's got to happen in your mind first. It's got to be as if it already has happened. You got to see that in your mind. How to persist persistently feel that you are the person you want to be, even though you are attending to daily activities, you have to use your imagination. You have to use your imagination. This is exactly what is written and what I read all last week or last year. That is last year. I read this paragraph every single day. 
It's, it says, the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligent you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. If it does not feel natural to you to get a better job, you will not get a better job. How can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? Question mark. The secret lies in one word, imagination. Okay. You have to persistently fill your consciousness with imagination, imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. That's the only way to make it happen. Uh, let's see here. Brother, I have a question. What do you suggest when you're in a position you don't know what to decide? You got to follow your intuition. If you don't, if there's not an answer, like if you don't have an initial answer of what you should do, then just say, hey, God, tell me exactly what I should do. Give me, give me the answer of what I should do and then get relaxed. Okay. And don't think about it anymore. And sooner or later, the idea will just hit you. So sometimes you have, listen, you're not going to get the answers you want, guys, when you're in a state of anxiety. When you're not feeling good and you feel upset, disappointed, frustrated, you know, unmotivated, angry, whatever it is, if you're in a low vibration, you will not get the answers that, that you're looking for. You have to get yourself in a high vibration. You got to get yourself in a creative state. You have to be relaxed. That's how those answers will always come to you. For a future job of your life, and do you overthink so much? I don't know what you're talking about. What does that mean exactly? Uh, hold on, people. There right, we go. Let's see here. For the future job or plan of your life, and you overthink so much. Um, where is that? Ten years. Where was this at? I don't know what this is. For uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um. Yeah, let's we're going to move past that because I'm, I'm going to have to wrap this up here. Why go on for 10 years? Everyone do not be afraid to ask for help. Experts are out there. Exactly. Listen, if you're watching this right now and you already know you need someone to hold you accountable, you need someone to teach you this stuff. You need to schedule a call. I don't know if I'm the guy that will be able to to do that for you. But the only way we're ever going to find out is by you scheduling the call and me and you having a conversation. Okay, that's the only way. And even if you don't even make a decision to work with me or even schedule a call with me, schedule a call with somebody. Get the help that you need. You got to stop trying to do this all by yourself. And God's just sitting there looking at you like, what are you doing, man? I'm giving you everything that you need. I've given you the mental tools. I've given I've given you guys the point where all information is available to you. I've given you the ability that you can make money a thousand different ways. You've got everything you need. And then I've also made, made the world to a point where there are experts who their life is to help you succeed. So it doesn't matter whether it's me or not. I don't care. What I do care about is you making a decision today to do something differently. Reach out for the help. Uh, let's see here. Right. What I have been focusing on. Yes. Yep. Maybe we need a reminder of what forgiveness is. Exactly. That's why I believe I went through that. I suggest when you tell yourself, I think I can do it. 
Uh, hold on, guys. Oh, I see. I see. Hold on, guys. Um, all right. Let's go. Let's back up here a little bit. Um, I see. So what do you suggest when you're in a position you don't know what to decide on for a future job or a plan of your life and you overthink so much? You need clarity. You need clarity. Uh, you absolutely need clarity. Um, listen, I would start by downloading the purpose finder cheat sheet. You got to discover what your purpose is. I'd start there. That's what I did. That's listen. If you guys are wondering what was the beginning of my true transformation, like I've had a lot of transformations over my life, but where I am today is because there was a particular transformation that I experienced in my life. It was me finally coming to the realization of what my life purpose is. That's what, that's what changed it for me. That's what made me stop trying to chase all these ideas that are being advertised towards me. That's what caused me to stop looking for opinions. Just do what I love to do. So um, that's where I would start if I were you. And then after that, um, we got to take it a step further and we got to get you to set a goal and then create a plan for that goal. And that's what my Blueprint Method course is all about. All right, let's see here. I suggest when you tell yourself, I think I can do it to I can do it. There's a big difference. Exactly. Words matter. They sure do. I gave little food, some homeless guys in front of a restaurant in Santa Ana by LA and started getting food. I love that. Is it rather, what is it? Feel as if you have instead of want. Is it, you should feel as if you have it instead of that you want it. Absolutely. The way that you ask that question I think you're spot on about that. Listen, let's back up here and let's understand something. Most people are focusing on the law of attraction and they should not be focusing on the law of attraction. You know why? Because the law of attraction is a secondary law. It happens as a result of something happened before it. What needs to happen before the law of attraction can do the thing that it does? The law of vibration, the frequency that you're on, everything in this universe is moving. It's all energy. Science has, has, uh, spoke about this. All energy just is religion has said this. God is God is in everything. Everything is God. God is everywhere all the time. No matter what omnipresent energy is omnipresent. You can't destroy God. You can't create him. He already exists. You can't destroy energy. You can't create it. It already exists. It is. So we have to first understand that. And then once you understand that, then you understand, okay, if everything is just energy, then that means what is being attracted to people is based on what their energy is. Well, in another way, it's what your vibration is, how you feel. Well, what dictates how you feel? What you are focusing on. If you focus on gratitude, if you focus on what you love, you focus on what you're giving out there in the world, you're focusing on the good things in your life, that's how you will feel. Now, are you going to feel good 24-7, 365? No. Because there's, there's another universal law, the law of rhythm, that th uh, the, the tide, it, it comes in, it goes out. You feel good, you feel bad. You, you feel excited, you feel sad, right? You, there's a lot of chaos and then there's a lot of peace. That's always going to happen. The bottom line is you have to train yourself to feeling good on a more consistent basis, okay? If there's 365 days in a year, at least three of them, 300 of them, 
you should be feeling good about yourself and your life. So anyways, how you feel, the vibration you're in, that is the cause and the effect is law of attraction, what you attract to that vibration. So listen, if you're listening to the radio and you're on 97.9 and that's the country music station, that's a vibration. That is a frequency. That's why it can only broadcast country music and you can only hear country music. You're not going to hear rap on that station because that's not what's attracted to that radio station. Country music is what is on that radio station. Well, if you feel good, you can only attract good things to you. That's the way that it works. All right, let's see here. I'm not sure if you saw my comment. The book was written in 1956. I, could, I couldn't stand not knowing. Exactly. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, you're correcting the books. Thank you. You're so very welcome. YouTube channel. Exactly. There you go. The law of your vibration comes before the law of attraction, how you feel first. Exactly. That's why most people don't understand and get the law of attraction wrong. And this is not about not doing anything. You need to go out there and do something, meaning you need to become that person. You need to do the things that person would be doing. You know, this is, this is why I'm, I'm more in the area of you need to become, listen, you know what the true manifestation is? It's not manifesting things into your life. It's manifesting who you, who you're supposed to be in your life. That's really what it's all about. It's who you're becoming. That's what you really want to, you want to manifest the being part of yourself. The materialistic things always show up as a result, but you need to manifest the being side that that's how you feel who you are and who you are becoming is based on how you feel. And so that's what dictates, dictates what you attract. So that's why it doesn't make any sense to make it all about, I want to manifest more money. I want to manifest this materialistic things. You don't need any of that. What you need to be focusing on is who you are becoming because that's what makes it sustainable. That's how you make it a habit. That's how you make it a lifestyle. That's how you make it a way of your thinking. That's, that's what you want to, that's what you want to do. So if I was going to make this as simple as possible, if you identify something in your life that you don't want anymore, let's say you are tired of attracting negative relationships. Let's say that's what you're tired of. You're fed up. Okay. You know what has happened. You know that the people you've been attracting, they have baggage. You don't get along with them. Fights, arguments start to happen. And then the relationship goes away, right? Okay. Well, what do you do? You have to start focusing on the type of relationship you do want. So you want a healthy relationship where you both can talk things out. You want a relationship that's based on mutual respect. You want a relationship that's based on gratitude. You want a relationship where the other person and you, you compliment each other. That's what you got to focus on. Now, as you're focusing on that every single day, what is that going to cause you to do? That's going to cause you to start to feel that way. Okay. And when you start to feel that way, you know what that's going to, you know, what's going to happen next. You're going to start doing things. You're going to become that person. So you're going to start changing your lifestyle around to match that person. So for example, if you're focusing on finding a partner, right? Well, you wouldn't be hanging out at the club, would you? You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't go chase people because in your mind, you've already found that person. 
So why would you go chase? You see, this is the disconnect. We focus on something, but then the actions don't align. Okay? You, you got to be very intelligent with how you're living your life. You need to live from the place where you want to be. Now, that means that in some scenarios, you won't have the money to do certain things. So let's say you're a person that's like, well, you know, I, I really want to you know, live a very wealthy lifestyle. Well, clearly you don't have the money for that today. But that doesn't mean you can't go feel the emotion of that. That doesn't not, that doesn't mean you can't go sit in a in a lobby of one of the top rush uh, top hotels in your town that only wealthy people go to. That doesn't mean you can't go look at a yacht. That doesn't mean you can't go look at a Mercedes. That doesn't mean any of it. Of course you can. You can go do all that. It doesn't cost you any money either. So the point is, is that you focus on what you want. You want this new relationship. You see it in your mind as if it's already happening. You hold that image in your mind every single day. You start to feel it. You feel it and you keep going over it over and over and over and over. And then with your actions, you have to align your actions with that. So you wouldn't be acting from a place of not having a person. You'd be acting as if um, you do have a person. So what, what does that actually look like? Well, you wouldn't be going chasing anybody. They would come to you because that type of person you want would come to you. You wouldn't go chase that person. Right. And again, and I'm just giving you the silly example because I think it's true. You wouldn't go look, you wouldn't be go, you wouldn't go look for your next wife or husband at the club. Okay. But for some reason, people think that's the smart thing to do. That does not align with what they really want. So you need to be aware of your, your actions, your, your decision-making and for the business owners on the call, let me address you really quick. If you're sitting there saying you want to earn more money in your business and you want to grow this business and you want to have more clients, you first need to ask yourself this question. Are you focusing on that as if it already has happened? Do you see that happening in your business? Number two, by doing that every single day, what happens? You start to feel, you start to believe, you start to expect that it is happening. It has already happened in your mind. So emotionally, you start to feel as if it's already happening. Then what do you got to do? You got to make some decisions that are in alignment with that. For example, you can't say you want more clients and never get on social media if that's how you are supposed to get clients. So for example, if I'm a person, which I am, I'm a coach, I'm a mentor, I want to help people all over the world. So it would make sense that I'd, I'd need to be on social media, right? How am I going to get clients if nobody knows me? How, how am I going to get people attracted into my life and nobody knows me? Social media is not the only way for people to know you. My point is, if you're not getting attention, if you're not showing up, if you're not meeting people, if you're not telling people how you can help them, then your, your actions are not in alignment with what you want. So this BS negative voice in your head that's telling you, oh, well, you know, you got to, I don't know if they're going to listen to you. What about how many likes I'm going to get? What about the views? How do I look? How do I sound? You got to delete that out of your mind and focus on helping people, serving people. If you focus on that, you'll show up. That's what I'm saying. The actions have to be in alignment. We can't just think about it. We've got to act on it too. We got to put ourselves in position to receive the things that we want. So if you want more clients, what are you doing to set it up to where you can receive more clients? Can they contact you? Do you have a link? For them to schedule a call with you. Are you on social media so people can look you up and learn more about you? I mean, do you have any of that? What do you What do you have to give in, give in return for someone getting on your email list? 
right? I'm giving something away for free that I could charge, helping people discover their life purpose. You can get that for free. You can go to the link in my bio and download it, the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. How else are people supposed to know me, trust me, and say, hey, you know what? I think Devori is the person that could really help me get to where I want to go. How That wouldn't happen if I don't show up. So we have to understand as entrepreneurs that it's wishful thinking is what it is. It, it, you got to take that wishful thinking and you got to make it a fact in your mind that is it has happened. And then you need to act from that place. You got to make decisions. You got to set up your business that way. You know, and, and again, you know, I, I see people every day. They have a business. They say they want more clients, but they don't post on social media. I, I don't understand. Listen, I'm telling you, God has given us everything we need to succeed. There is an abundance. Look at TikTok. Look at what TikTok has done for so many people in a very positive way. There are so many businesses that have been created and have taken off and people are earning good money because of TikTok. There's no excuse. And now because of what TikTok has done, what happened? Instagram started to catch up. YouTube shorts are catching up. Facebook is catching up. LinkedIn's catching up. Twitter is now a place to be because Elon Musk owns it. There's so much attention on that platform. So we got to stop thinking that someone's holding us back. We got to stop thinking the market is not there. We got to stop thinking from a place of fear, scarcity, and lack and start thinking from a place of abundance. There's no shortage of customers out there. Everybody has a problem that needs to be solved. I got problems that need to be solved. My wife has problems that need to be solved. But the thing is, you know where the shortage is at? Is in entrepreneurs who believe in themselves, who think this way and made a committed decision to get what they want in life. There's a shortage of people like that. And I'll give you a great example. I think this is about six months ago. Uh, my wife hired a maid to come in and clean our home, uh, you know, every, every month. And this individual um, was looking to start a business doing this. And so we gave her the opportunity. We were some of her original clients. And from my wife, she, she referred her to her mother and her grandmother and, and her aunt. And so right out of the gate, this woman had at least five recurring clients every month that would pay her a, a, uh, that, that would pay her every single month. But this woman is not focused on what she wants. So what happens? She starts to slack off. She starts not really doing her job effectively. And then she doesn't show up anymore. And she loses all of the clients. Because her decision-making is not in alignment with what she wants. Why? Why would a person's actions not be in alignment with what they want? Because the emotional part has not been addressed. They are not emotionally involved in what they want. They are emotionally involved in what they don't want. How are you going to change how you feel? You got to change what you focus on. She was not focused on what she wanted. She was focused on what she don't want. That, that's what happened to her. That's what happens to a lot of business people out there. They, um, they focus on the wrong things. Got laid off and now I'm thinking I don't want to work nine to five. I'm not sure my next steps. Well, you'll, you'll figure it out. The answer will, will come to you. I think for sure you got to start with your purpose in life. Go download that purpose finder cheat sheet. Find out what it is that you love to do. So whether you go start a business or you are going to go get another job, you want to make sure that job or business that you do get is in alignment with what you love to do. 
Uh, being an entrepreneur is much harder though. You know what? I would have agreed with you five years ago. Today, I don't agree with you. And you know why? I think what's harder is going to go work for somebody when you know you don't want to work for somebody else. When you know they control your time, they, they control what you can do. What's worse than that? I would rather be an entrepreneur, take a risk, the business fail, I run out of money and go homeless than ever work a nine to five. Because I know if I'm an entrepreneur, I always have an opportunity to make more money than I ever will in a nine to five. I know I have the opportunity to do something that will help other people. It's not even a debate. I mean, entrepreneurship is what makes this country run. I mean, without entrepreneurship, there wouldn't be anything. There, there wouldn't be... There, there wouldn't be solutions being solved. So I think what's harder <laughs> is working a nine to five where they control your time and you're slaving away. No, I, I would go the entrepreneur route every single time. Uh, I had a cleaning company and word of mouth is how I had a booming business. Exactly. It could be insanely stressful if you don't have the right mindset. I do agree with that. Uh, so sad. I miss my maid. I hope she'll reach out to us again when she straightens out. Exactly. Uh, must be nice. When you start practicing your purpose in life, the material stuff desires money will come as a result. Question mark. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Boom, 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 boom. Hard work yields certain pleasures. We deserve it. Well, how did you start? I got out of the military. That's how I started. Um, that's how I started. Let's see here. Do you have any information on funding for entrepreneurship? No, that's not my wheelhouse. Um, yeah, that's, that's not my wheelhouse. Everyone you pushed out, meaning how you look at your friends, then they behave. Everyone you pushed out. What does that mean? I, I don't know what that means. Can you rewrite that please? It's such a great business if you enjoy cleaning. I would definitely start a business like that. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's what I'm saying. It's an abundance, people. There's no shortage of problems that need to be solved. There's shortage of people who are willing to put in the work and build a business around that. There's not a lot of people who are willing to do that. You know why? Because of what we talked about today. They're focused on the wrong things. They're focused on why they can't do it. They keep thinking that there's not enough people. They keep thinking there's too many people already doing what they're doing. It's all BS. It's not true. Listen, why is there a Target and a Walmart across from each other? Think about that. In my town, we were, we were because we take a walk every night uh, in our shopping center. There's a Little Caesars and a round table in the same parking lot. There's a, there's a private, privately owned coffee drive through close to a Starbucks. Stop talking about why there's not enough clients and there's not enough opportunities. That's bullshit. There's evidence all around you that shows you there's an abundance. Like, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. People think that way. It's just ignorance. Like, I'm, I'm going to stop because then, I, you know, I may, I may get a little triggered here. So let me just stop. I'm just telling you there's an abundance. There's no reason why you can't have the good that you desire. That's a bottom line fact. But you got to believe that for yourself.
How do you deal with trolls? I don't deal with them. I don't give them my energy. I'm trying to find clients for my own business. Sometimes it feels like I'm going to make a lot of money. And on the other side, I feel like I may, I might not. Listen, this is the best advice that I can ever give you is you don't go get clients. You don't go find them. They come to you. That's what marketing is all about. Marketing is about attracting the clients that you want. So when the sale happens, it's a done deal. Like if you're depending on your sales process to close people, you're already in trouble. That means your marketing sucks. Marketing is all about attracting people to you. They come into your life. They come into your business. Like, so marketing is like someone's driving down the road and they're like, oh my God, that that's a great sign. I do have that problem. Hmm, let me go look that up. And then they see that you're on social media and you have a following and you are consistent and you show up every day and you're a human being and you're just like them and you have a story behind what you do and you understand their problem and you can describe what their problem is better than they can. And if you can do all of that when it comes to selling, that's easy. But again, I went to school for business. This is not. This is not taught. Uh, everyone you know is acting out a role you've assigned them based on your assumptions and beliefs. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. Um, let's see here. Everyone is you pushed out. Got it. Okay, so what was the question? Okay, so let me just say it this way. People are who they are because of the way that you see them to be. So if you see somebody as a great person in your life, that's who they will be in front of your eyes. This is why it's very important to pay attention to how you see people. Especially if you're a parent and you have children. You should only be looking at your children as who you want them to be, meaning you want them to be the best version of themselves. You want them to be productive. You want them to be uh, happy. So you need to speak to them that way. When, when you start speaking, listen, okay, hold on. Let's, you're, you're going to get muted. All right. Let me mute it. So when you're projecting your own insecurities or your empowering beliefs, that's exactly what you're going to see in another person. That's what you'll get. That's why in relationships, one of the first lessons everybody should learn when it comes to a relationship is you need to be very intelligent with how you see your, your, your other half, right? You got to stop thinking of them as this, this, um, this bad person who makes all of these mistakes and they keep doing this and they keep doing that. If that's all you focus on, that's exactly what's going to happen. All right, let's see here. Uh, how should he deal with those trolls? His enthusiasm de decreases with such messages. Oh, I see what you're saying. I had to mute you, man, because you kept reposting the same question, and we don't do that here. So we'll unmute you, and I'll, and I'll answer your question. Um, how should he deal with those trolls? He Okay, I already answered it. Stop dealing with negative people. Why do we, 
I mean, this is a great question. Maybe you guys can answer this in the comment section. Why do you believe that you have to deal with negative people? Who told you that? Who told you you needed to give your energy to someone who's negative? Who told you that? Where did you get that from? I don't deal with trolls. I don't deal with negative people. I don't give them, give them any energy. Just like what I do with myself. I stop giving energy to negative thinking. Just knock it off. Stop believing in the negative. Stop giving it attention. This is what the whole secret is about. You become what you think about. Focus on what is good. When somebody is trying to troll what you have going on, if you want to give them attention, give this type of attention. Feel sorry for them because clearly they are ignorant and they're going through something so painful that they think lashing out and hurting another person is a good thing. And by the way, successful people do not have time to troll people in the comments. They barely even have time to be on platforms as it is. So, you know, um, that's what it is. I mean, why do we have to do? We don't need to deal with negative people. I wouldn't give any energy to those individuals. Especially on social media. Like, they're keyboard warriors. I wouldn't give any energy to those people. Now, if you have somebody that you have to see in person and they start to become negative, it is very important to listen to what I'm saying here. You cannot allow what they're doing to disrupt the way that you feel. How do you do that? You got to take control of the conversation. You got to take control of it. You either, one, you need to change what the topic is, or two, you need to start asking questions. Because if you just sit there and allow them to keep going and going and going and going and they're negative, sooner or later, you're going to get annoyed, right? So what I like doing is before they can even ramp up with the negativity, I already cut them off with the question. Hey, what do you mean by that exactly? Oh, when did that happen? Why do you think that's happening? What is your plan to change it? Right? And so when I start asking these questions, I can guide the conversation back to something positive and productive. But if I just let them ramble on, that means they're in control of the conversation. A person who can ask intelligent conversations are always in charge of a conversation. If you're the person doing all the talking, you're not in charge of anything. If you really think about it, if you want to take charge of a conversation, ask questions because you can, you can guide the conversation to where you want it to go without actually guiding it, right? Without being obvious, right? Like, Hey, stop talking about this. Let's talk about this, right? Just ask questions. And you know why you should ask questions? Because you also have to understand that the person you're dealing with, they don't communicate like you do. So the words that they're using is different than the way that you use them. Because remember, we all grow up differently. So the way that you use a word may be different than the way that I use it. The way that you understand the English language is different than the way that I understand it. So we can't expect that when we talk to somebody that they are going to see the world the same way that we see them or that, that we see it. That's why you should ask questions. So you can understand what they're really trying to say. We have to understand that people are, they suck at explaining the way that they feel. They suck at explaining with what's going on in their mind. Most people are not good at that. And so how do we, how do we understand what the other person is trying to say and not get caught up in their negativity? We ask questions. Who, where, when, why, how, what do you mean by that? Give me an example. What do you think you should do? Lead them towards a more productive conversation, a solution-based conversation. You can't do that unless you ask questions. All right, let's see here.
Oh, sorry about that. I have that. Oh, no, no, I got it. I understand. You were, you retyped it. Thank you. This lesson I'm currently learning in business. I deal with negative individuals. I'm working on it. Yes, you're getting better at it. Tips on how to keep the momentum, please, when your environment is challenging. Stop focusing on how challenging your environment is. That's the answer. It's, it's nothing. It's not complicated. It's not a secret hack. It's not a special tool. It's not a special book. It's not a special meditation. It's not a special affirmation. You've got to make a decision that you are going to focus on what you want. That's all there is. That's, that is the cause. That's the root cause. Okay. Listen, what's the positive of being in that environment? What are you learning? What is the opportunity there? What are the lessons? Focus on that. Stop focusing on what's so wrong with the environment. That's out of your, you can't control the environment. You, you can only control yourself. When you start controlling yourself, then the environment will end up changing. But you can't change the environment if you don't change yourself first. Haters are a fact of life. Uh, absolutely. That's why I don't give them any attention. They, that they don't have, I don't have nothing to do with haters because you know why, you know, you know what, what hater that you should actually be more aware of. You shouldn't be aware of the haters on social media. You shouldn't even be aware of the haters that's in your life. You need to be aware of the hater that's inside of you because some of you guys, you are your biggest hater. You hate on yourself every day. You tell yourself why you can't do something. You you tear yourself down. You beat yourself up. You say you can't do this. You can't do that. You're not worthy of this. You, can't, you give yourself all these bullshit excuses. That's the biggest hater in your life. Not these keyboard warriors on social media. I care less about those people. But this negative voice in my head, that's the one that stops people from winning. Not the people on social media. So uh, that's really the hater that we should be uh, uh, addressing. Uh, let's see here. Because we tend to focus on solving problems and it looks kind of a problem. Yeah. We teach people how to treat us. That's true. That's why it's an inside out job. When you start to love yourself, truly love yourself, you won't give energy or your attention to things that don't match that. You'll stop going around people like that and get this. What will also happen is people will, will remove themselves right out of your life. Because they'll start feeling like they don't resonate with you anymore. Why? Because you are bec you're at a different vibration. You're a different person now. For the better. And you don't owe that person an apology. You don't owe that person an explanation. You have outgrown that relationship. That's a great thing. Because that person's not growing. So if you're going to grow, you can't be around people who are not growing is my point. So that's why it's very important that you focus on seeing yourself as the person you want to be. You focus on what you want. You see and feel like it, you already have it. It's in your possession. Is it make-believe? Absolutely. But that's what these actors who are paid millions of dollars, that's what they get paid to do, make-believe. And when they get great at it, they get paid a lot of money. And when you get great at it by holding the picture of your mind and what you want, it's going to happen. And it doesn't matter what it is. For some of you guys, you want to buy your first home. You want to have a successful business. You want to have a healthy relationship. You want to love yourself. It doesn't matter. It's the same principle every single time throughout everything that we're doing. If you're a business owner, it's the same principle. If you're a manager, it's the same principle. If you're a parent, it's the same principle. If you're a teenager, your own child, it's the same 
principle. Going back to the practical step that we gave you earlier, write down the question, what am I focusing on? Question mark. Because that's who you are going to become, what you focus on. And if you don't focus on anything, you won't become anything. If you focus on something negative all the time, you will become negative. If you focus on positivity, you will become positive. It's really that simple, guys. Success is as simple as it gets. And that's why she's dead on. It should be called the secret. It is the secret because it's so simple, people overcomplicate it. It's so simple, people overthink it. It's so simple, people don't even see it because they're used to living their life in a complicated way. And that's why you have to understand where you're coming from. Okay? So I think we're going to wrap up here. This has been a great, great live stream today. Uh, I think we got through a lot of great questions. Um, and so let me just recap here. I broke everything down when it comes to The Secret. The Secret is um, a book. It's a documentary that was created by Rhonda Byrne. By now, it had to have reached at least a billion people in the world. Um, I would say it's one of the most successful personal development books besides Think and Grow Rich. Um, and I broke it down to the very basic principle, which is what? The secret is you become what you think about. Now, when we say you become what you think about, what do we really mean? It's what you focus and concentrate your attention on. That's what sets up your feelings. So whatever you're concentrating on, whatever you're focusing on, that will dictate how you feel. And it's how you feel, which is the law of vibration, that activates the law of attraction. So you attract to you what you're in harmony with. You attract to you based on the way that you feel, your vibration. Okay, And also at the same time, because of the way that you feel, that dictates how you act. So when you see yourself doing things you know you shouldn't be doing, it's because of the way that you feel. It's because of what you've been focusing on. If you keep focusing on why you can't do something, you will procrastinate. If you focus on why you can do it and see yourself doing it and get into the spirit of it and the emotion of it, you'll do it. But you're not going to do it if you're not focusing properly. So when you see in your behavior, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you see you're not getting the results you want, the result or, or the root cause of that, it's what you are focusing on. It's what you're giving your attention to. If you change what you give your attention to, you're going to change what happens. It's the bottom line. And I shared a, a couple of other universal laws because the law of vibration is one of them. The other one would be the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. So just because you don't have what you want right now doesn't mean you can't. You can't. The fact that you don't have it means that you can have it. And the fact that you already have the things that you have, that also means that it can also be removed out of your life. So listen, you got to look for what's good. This is especially for the people who are struggling with forgiveness. Uh, you got some things that went on in your past. You have to look at the good from that. You got to stop looking at why it's so bad. You got to stop looking at the pain and the guilt. You got to let that stuff go. You let it go through understanding and unconditional love. You got to love yourself enough to let it go. You got to love the other people to let it go. You really do. And you just let it go. Just make a decision. But you also have to understand that those situations did not happen to punish you. They happened because it's building you up. It's getting you to become the person that you need to be. That's what it's all about. Well, that's the law of polarity. You're looking at the good inside of things. Okay. We also talk about the law of gender. There's a timeline and a process for everything. When you go out into your backyard and plant a carrot seed, 
You're not sitting there thinking, oh my God, why, why hasn't it happened? And it's day seven. Why don't I don't see any carrots? You don't do that. For, for the women who have children on the call, you weren't sitting there on month four saying, oh, why haven't, why haven't I went into labor yet? You understand there's a process. Well, that's the same thing with your goals. You have to understand there's a process. There's a timeline. How long it's going to take, nobody can tell you. But the, it will happen as quickly as you get emotion involved in it and how much you focus on it. So the more you focus on it, the more you feel like it's already happened, the more you act from that place, make decisions from that place, you show up every day, you do what you're supposed to do, it's going to happen sooner or later. So again, this is nothing new. This is what organizations around the world, this is what they do. This is what athletes do. This is what actors do. This is what influencers do. This is what people in the public space are doing. Everybody is doing this. The question is, are you doing it? The question is, are you doing it? Right? Everybody's doing this. Listen, the military already knows what it wants to do 20 years out. 20 years. You know who else is thinking that way? Your city planner. There is somebody that's in charge of creating the vision of the city 25 years out. They already know how they want to grow the city. They've already seen it. The highways that we travel on, did you know that majority of highways were designed over 50 years ago? I'm telling you guys, the way that it works in this universe is you have to see it first, just like the architect, just like the painter, just like the barber, right? Uh, just like the musician, you see it in your mind and then you take action on it. So that's really where it starts, guys. You got to consciously start focusing on what you want. That's just the bottom line. That, that's just what it is. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. All right, guys. This has been one of the best shows. 36,000 likes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, one thing I'm going to be definitely putting out there for you guys to download is my own, um, what would I call this? Study notes, cheat sheet, maybe. So there are particular, I talked about this a couple of days ago. There are books that I read from. And in those books, there are particular paragraphs that I focus on and I study. Well, what I'm going to do is put together uh, a free download where it will be a screenshot of all of those paragraphs and why I'm reading them. What problem does it solve for me? Um, so I sh I'll be launching that probably next week. Um, as a thank you for all the people who show up here and participate uh, in my podcast, I'm very grateful for doing this with you. Uh, this is about you. And so that's how I want to make sure that I continue to help you get what you want in your life, continue to help you become successful. So you'll basically have access to what I use in my own life to continue to prove the things that I do, uh, continue to grow as an individual. This is what I study. So I'll share my study notes with you guys as a cheat sheet. And then just maybe, maybe in the near future, um, I may set up a mastermind around that. So um, I just want to say thank you guys for showing up today. The replay is on the YouTube channel. The YouTube is on, or excuse me, the replay is on the YouTube channel. So if you're on TikTok, you got to go to the link in my bio, hit the YouTube, and it'll take you over there. For people on YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, for showing up here today. I appreciate you, Alex, uh, Trey, Lanier. I appreciate you guys for uh, showing up. 
And uh, other than that, love you guys. Uh, thank you. And we will catch you guys tomorrow. Bye, everyone.